Video games are the youth phenomenon of our day. That's right, they're playing video games for money. And I'm definitely not gonna let uh, mass effect in my house. The level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. Hey, my mom just canceled my brother's World of Warcraft account and he is fucking out. The children are developing relationships with all these Pokemon creatures. And then there's the argument that video games can be art. Oh, what started with a little game called Pong only grows with every advance in microtechnology. Hey, welcome back to Hit Point Pals. This is episode 11 uh, that we're going up on Sunday, April 14th. I'm Travis Lean. I'm joined here by William Suit. Howdy. And we've also got Caleb Warwick here. What's up? And we are going to just get into some of the Star Wars announcements from Star Wars Celebration this weekend. Yes. Uh, starting with the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer for the movie, which we're very excited about. But then we're going to go ahead and get into uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and dive into, uh, man, uh, just a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's just let's let's do one thing at a time, though. Let's start with the let's start with the trailer. How did everyone feel about this trailer? episode yeah. nine yeah um i actually it preceded my expectations i i don't know like the last trailer um what was it episode eight or whatever it was kind of yeah. eh for me and this one actually was super interesting to me there's a lot of cool stuff in it and uncharted obviously a lot of people are in that oscar isaac uncharted reference in the desert or whatever but um I think it looks really interesting, especially with Ray being a Jedi master now. So, being able to do cool leaps and shit. <laughs> for me, it the tra- starts the mood. <laughs> Sorry, for, I was gonna say something. For me, um, like, the whole like I don't know the trailer. I was kind of like, eh, this, you know, eh, the final. It'll be the final episode of this trilogy. I wasn't feeling too excited about it. Just kind of like, oh yeah, I mean, I'll go see it, of course. Um, and then we hear. Palpatine, my boy, laughing at the end, and it's like, oh sh, oh, oh, oh. I know. <laughs> I'm quite excited because I just want to know. Like at this point, I don't. They could just the do whatever with do? Star Wars. Yeah, like what's he gonna do? He's gonna be like gonna... gross, mega gross looking. He's gonna be like, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, where do we want to go? Do we want to go through the trailer? Or do we want to just talk about Palpatine? Because I'm down to talk about Palpatine. All right, let's talk about how OP Palpatine was in. Ep- uh, Battlefront. You guys want to? I don't know. I just I, kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess in all of like, if you had Palpatine on like Tantive Four, you could just hold down the fire button, and your dude would just electrocute everybody in the hallways. Wait, oh, what no, Battlefront are we a, talking about? It was a Death Star map. I'm talking about Battlefront Two original. Oh, okay. So I was not saying think the Tantive was in Battlefront Two. You got nerfed though. In the first uh, Battlefront, dude. Oh man. Oh man. I. That's why I didn't like that game. <laughs> Just Palpatine alone, nothing else. It was it was a flawless game. Other than Palpatine that. was not very good in original Battlefront two. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's why they made him really good. Out. He just kind of floats, and you <laughs> can do like his attack can, is like, like a hold shock trooper space. gun. He's like <laughs> does front flips. He's like do it, do it, do it, and just fucking oh man, fun times. But anyways, um, episode nine, um, I. What is he gonna do in episode nine? Like I, I don't know. Been, like okay, so I I don't know. I'm just so confused. Like 
So, <laughs> so right before you hear him laugh, you get this shot of what appears to be some of the like wreck of the Death Star has somehow made it to a planet. It looks like yeah, and um, so it's like w- with that image followed by that audio, is it like you can maybe assume he's in there? <laughs> That's like, what I'm getting in my head, which just seems funny. He's just hanging out. I don't, I don't know, but if Palpatine and the. Like, it wasn't super clear, I, di- I didn't think, whether it was actually Palpatine, but then they brought Ian McDermott up on stage, and then they confirmed that, they they confirmed to a few outlets that, yeah, uh, Palpatine is in the movie, J.J. Abrams said he's very excited to show all of us what Palpatine does in this movie, and I don't know what that's gonna be. I know there's an extended universe story where there's, like, Palpatine clones or something, <laughs> and I, d- I doubt that's where this is gonna go. Yeah, I highly. But doubt there is there is established cloning in the Star Wars universe, um, and that was a, a technology that the Empire would have had control over. I would think. Yeah. Having did, did they clone like made all the clones? So I don't know a lot about the extended universe. I know little amounts of it, little traces of it. I, I played. Mm. Knights of the Old Republic and stuff a long time ago. and That's mo- that, that, Those are the better parts of the extended universe. Anyway, yeah. So. But, yeah. like, did they clone, like, Jedis and Sith? Uh, apparently, all? they were able to, like, clone Palpatine because they had the Kaminoan, like, cloning technology. And, uh, oh, man. But I don't know about them doing any other cloning before, like, the Clone so, Wars. So that's, like, uh, confirmed to clone Palpatine, like, in the extended universe? Yeah, this is just like a legend. I mean, stuff. it's, it's yeah, none it's of an it's extended canon. universe story. So like, none oh, of the extended gotcha. universe really like shares a continuity. I don't believe S- some of it does. Except Battlefront Two. If something is like popular enough, I think other people would use it in their extended universe writings. But on the whole, it like didn't matter. They were all just like published fanfics. Right. All I like the most recent like canon um, extended universe stuff I know like. A- just said the Battlefront 2 EA game. This campaign, I guess, was canon. Just kind of weird. Is that considered Disney canon? I I believe so. Yeah, I just remember it's, it's like, written it. to to be very compatible. Yeah, and also yeah, if, like, it's, super if it's EA safe. by that time, yeah, I think Disney was the one who licensed that out to them. Okay. So yeah, so, like, yeah, just fucking whatever. But <laughs> um, I I don't know. That's gonna be super interesting. They just fucking kill off Snoke, the one that everyone was like super like, oh, what's this guy gonna do? You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna fucking die. Yeah, That's he's, he, got he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna not see a sword coming, even though like he fucking did all this other shit in the same room, but he just doesn't see a he doesn't see that of all things coming. I don't do know. you guys think Palpatine will return in like a corporeal form, or do you think he'll be more of like a force ghost? Some- a force ghost or some sort of like <laughs> I, embodied energy or I feel he's gonna be a brain uh, in a jar. I feel it would make sense for him to be a force ghost because I feel him still having a physical form would be kind of funny. <laughs> but at the same time, in episode three, he talks about like uh, my Ma- uh, Darth Plagueis, uh, like tried to figure out how to like overcome death and live forever. So maybe there's something with that, but I don't know. I I. I so okay, so what? I, either way, what we've heard from a few different people is that from a few people involved in the movie. I think Oscar Isaac had a direct quote, but then like the general consensus has fr- from from the people 
who are making this movie is that this they they keep telling us this movie is going to wrap up the nine movie arc of the Star Walker or the what am I saying the Sky the Skywalker saga, which would be of course the Star original Quarkles. trilogy and the prequels and then this new sequel trilogy. So uh, there are ideas that are I mean okay so let me back up the trilogies aside from like Anakin's story I think are largely separate. I think if yeah. you'd agree with that like. There isn't a lot of uh there there aren't a lot of concepts or even like 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 settings, people, locations or anything from the prequels really that have made their way into the sequel trilogy or that are like reflected in the uh in the original trilogy other than like Tatooine and then other than that they're they're kind of they all kind of feel like separate ideas. Yeah, they're just kind of like yeah. if, if they're brought up at all it's like a mention and that's like all that like right, and from. we were very curious when the sequel trilogy started with Force Awakens to see if uh, any of the prequel like movies would even be acknowledged, or if Disney and company would just kind of try to make us forget about them. Um, Which we won't. So, yeah. like, uh, interestingly, they have referenced the prequels now yeah. and again. Um, not super heavily, but yeah, they've they've referenced it about as much as a New Hope did when they just said, "Hey, father fought in the Clone Wars." Like we don't, yeah. we don't know what that is. Like when New Hope was out, it was like, uh, okay, I guess it's a sci-fi thing, Clone Wars, whatever. All we need to know is father was a fight, like fought in a war. You think they're but... gonna say fuck it and put Jar Jar Binks in it, dude? Hey, who knows? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm down for Jar Jar Binks. Um, the so the idea that there are like ideas or seeds that have been planted like early in this in this series like in the prequel trilogy that are going to now be resolved or paid off in episode 9 i think is really interesting and i'm curious what those like seeds or ideas are yeah i have a big idea about what one of them is and travis i believe we've talked about this before this well like see you sent so. me a you sent me a meme yeah could you would you like to describe the meme here? Um, it, the uh, so, so the meme uh, shows Palpatine doing his spin attack in Episode Three, and Ray doing her spin over that Tie interceptor, and it's uh, and it's like this is proof that Ray is Palpatine's child. I was right, yeah, I was, <laughs> and it's like ha ha ha. That's very imagine? funny. But then we started thinking about it's it. It's so I thought, funny. Like, but then like. The meme aside, the more I thought about it, the more not based on the fucking image comparison, yeah. but the more I thought about the idea, the more it made complete sense. Especially when you mentioned that, um, oh yeah, things brought up in all nine movies will be finished here, and it's like, well, hold up, that opens up a huge like floodgate of like because I think things. the one big thing from the prequel trilogy, obviously, the prequel trilogy's main like. Uh, main service is to show us how Anakin falls to the dark side. So it feels very wrapped up. Mm. But I think the one thing that the prequel trilogy never really, like, resolved was this weird idea that Shmi Skywalker didn't, ha like, conceive of Anakin with another man, that he just kind of, like, she was just pregnant one day. Yeah. Is what she says. Which is and that's goofy and weird, and it's only it's never, like, talked about again. Yeah, because it just episode one, Qui Gon asks, like, "Where's the father?" or something. Or who's the father? Yeah, and Shimi says there wasn't one, and it's like, 
okay and then, like, and then that's, skywalker's that's, jesus that's a, that's that's a huge like like point to just bring up and never talk about again yeah. i mean it's a fantasy universe but that's such a weird that, thing like, to point out we, in can, the... we can pretty much like assume that people like have normal sex in the star wars universe i think and then i think no. this is to imply that like <laughs> that like anakin <laughs> is some sort of immaculately conceived child a yeah, robot. but it never really goes anywhere, and I'm, I kind of buy it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not true, but I like the idea of Ray somehow being a offspring of like Palpatine in a way. Because, okay, so Ray Anakin, being another immaculately conceived, child. yeah. Um, because so it showed up. So like, apparently Anakin didn't have a father. Shimi Skywalker just says, "Oh, he had no father," and then I think in Episode Three. When Palpatine and Anakin are at like the fucking bubble opera or whatever yeah. Oh, yeah. it is, um, <laughs> he tells them the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise and talks about like saving oneself from death and creating life or something maybe. Yeah, I that's Palpatine's whole shtick is that like he and wants. It seems like he wants to figure out how to be immortal, right? Yeah. Or no? Yeah, his master was trying to do it, and then he killed his master, and he's now trying to like learn that same stuff and he promises anakin that he can you know maybe we could work together and you can learn it too was he did he have actually like care about that or was he just kind of using that to manipulate anakin i think he was just using that to manipulate using his anakin. fear of like padme dying which he uh, somehow both. knows about i think they I, probably yeah, discussed it, that it could easily be both and it's just yeah. like a handy anecdote for anakin honestly and, though i think maybe it even gives room to have um plagueis show up maybe Maybe in episode nine. Like, yeah, that was damn. another thing I thought because after episode eight ended, I thought maybe that whole uh, living forever Im immortality force thing that has been like this goal of the like of Sidious and his master will come back with um with Snoke. But if not, I'm wondering like, will it instead be Palpatine like had or his master had tried to like create a force being, and the first attempt was Anakin, and that didn't work out so well so palpatine after being defeated by this being is like fuck that i'm gonna make i'm gonna try and master this technique and create another immaculate conception who will be even better in the force because anakin already had a very like obvious late like latent talent for the force like when he was brought mm -hmm. to the jedi council on coruscant in episode one and they do tests and they're like oh my god this kid's really really good but he's a bit too old to train Ray is even higher than that because she's just like a lot better at these things. So I'm wondering if maybe she's like a, tr a like immaculate creation number two, right? That's been more refined. I wouldn't be surprised if this is just you know not at all true, but I I, I don't know. In my head, this is what I'm thinking. Ray yeah, was cloned. I mean, <laughs> there's there's just there's so much like um uh speculation about who are Rey's parents, and I kind of just, mm -hmm. like, stopped caring about that, especially after The Last Jedi, when there's, yeah. the, there's the mirror scene, yeah. and then it's kind of implied that, like, she didn't have parents, but I, I, I think if they're, if, if they're going to reveal who her parents are, um, I think, like, that would be a great reveal if, it, if she was somehow conceived by Palpatine, um, because, I mean, the other big theory was, what, like, she's Luke's daughter? Yeah, I think that was the other big theory, and that one just never really interested me very much. No, right. not really. That was the safe way. That was literally the safest path. Oh, she's she's Luke's kid. It's like, uh, okay, I all right. She's C three PO's fucking 
That'd be <laughs> organic. Well, the thing is, she clearly has some sort of strong connection to, like, the Force, and she... You see when she picks up the lightsaber, she has all these visions about, like, events that, that, that have happened throughout the saga. Yeah. You know and what, she starts you know hearing what different people's voices. You know what also confuses me, though? Like, they kind of, like, debunked a lot of... Not necessarily debunked, but kind of, like, threw out some weird stuff in episode 8. Like, remember when you saw that kid um, with the shovel, and he, like, picks up the shovel from a distance? Like, he has force powers in the casino place, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, that kind of... It made me think a lot, like, okay, so then it doesn't even matter that Ray has force powers now? Does just everybody have force powers? Or this kid in particular, is he special? You know what I, I mean? I was thinking it's just kind of a case of, like, now that there's no Jedi Order, there's nobody going around, like picking up and training all these force sensitive kids mm -hmm. and um th that that's all i was assuming of it like not that he was special or anything but that he's just one of those force sensitive people who yeah. no longer like is being trained up as anything yeah i think it's there to just show that like i mean the jedi were wiped out but the jedi weren't like a that wasn't like a dynasty type thing like they didn't right. like, reproduce and that's not how force sensitive people were made it was, so i think it's there to remind us that like the force or that people are, are still in existence who are force sensitive and this kid is one of them and then just kind of on a bigger picture i think that that last shot just kind of is like like a symbol of of hope and uh just mm -hmm. planting the idea that further down the line maybe we won't see it in the movies probably won't but further down the line that the jedi can return or that the like force sensitive people can return um and return to the thing that they did which was like trying to keep peace and order in the galaxy i guess yeah fight back against the first balance order. gotta restore balance to the universe gotta get that balance because power balances dude so but go ahead i don't know um <laughs> i was gonna say like and with the whole title of the movie in general too rise of the skywalker so um does that mean Luke Skywalker is not dead. Does that mean Rey is a Skywalker and they're gonna play it safe? Does that mean you know there's more Skywalkers? Did did Luke Skywalker just bang a bunch of people and have a bunch of Skywalkers all the world? I don't know, but that also that just intrigued me. I guess the title because I keep forgetting what what is the title? Rise of the Skywalker is that yeah, it? Rise of the okay. Skywalker. I keep forgetting not, like is it see, plural or yeah? It's I think it's singular. Rise of the Skywalker and then. Oh yeah. no, the the rise of Skywalker. Fuck. I keep fucking it the up. The rise of it's Skywalker. Such a, it's so hard to remember. Rise of the Skywalker. The what the fuck is the title? It's okay. The rise Star of Skywalker. Star Wars Episode Nine. The, the rise of Skywalker. Okay, okay. Or is it just because she has his lightsaber and it like lives within him, or lives within her or something? I don't know. What is this whole thing in the sequel trilogy about this lightsaber having like spooky powers or something? Like that's uh, never been a thing yeah. in Star Wars. I don't yeah, know. I have no clue, especially because um, it's haunted. Fucking the haunted lightsaber. Star Wars like, Nine, the haunted it's a lightsaber. Horror movie. Luke has Anakin's uh, saber, and then it gets like his hand gets cut off, and Empire Strikes Back. He just fucking builds a new one. It's like it's not about the saber; it's about like Luke as a person. Yeah. And then in this new one, at least in the in you know Force Awakens, there's like 
something with the saber or the force yeah. in general. And this thing with the saber, I think if there's like unless there's like a big payoff or something in episode nine, I feel like that's kind of a swing and a miss in the sequel trilogy. Is this this, yeah. this weird personification of this lightsaber? Because Star Wars has never like given a bunch of weight to the weapon of of the lightsaber. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in that sense anyway. And even if there is some payoff, I don't know that it like. <laughs> I still think it's kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm wondering if like uh, maybe, oh, dude. I have no clue. I I can't. That's how can't, she was I, created, the lightsaber. Damn. No clue how, but that's that's how they're gonna explain. I have it no clue what they would do with the whole lightsaber. Um, I have. I, I wouldn't even mind if they just never talked about that again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be kind of weird, but yeah, I I wouldn't mind that too too much. I think for me, the big question with this new trilogy, I want to know. Aside from, of course, how is this trilogy going to end? Well, yeah, yeah. But I really want to know, like, who, of what relation to everyone else is Ray, because. I kind of liked how in The Last Jedi they just said, oh, your parents were nothing. They were nobody. I liked that because it was like, cool, not everything is in this fucking Skywalker family. Right. Now yeah, we've exactly. got this film, which has Skywalker in the title. We're going to be dealing with Palpatine. It's like, oh, maybe that was just not true. Maybe she will be of some relation. So either. Which would kind of fall in line with the whole your parents are nothing you yeah, know what I also thought was kind of weird, though? You were immaculately conceived. <laughs> right. Um, I guess, yeah, so Lando's going to be in this movie, too. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I know they confirmed that a long time ago, but it's still just like, yeah. I don't know. It just it just doesn't feel right, you know? Like, Wait, Lando's, why does Lando not feel right? No, it for me, anyways. I don't know. It just feels like, I don't know. For me, it feels like they're just kind of bringing characters that don't necessarily need to be in the movie into it just you know for you know cameo reason or extending their family or something like that you know that feels a lot like how i felt though about like leia and like han and luke like Mm -hmm. i think it's neat that they're there but on the whole i didn't think that they needed to be there yeah and i think i think lando has a daughter too in that so that's kind of interesting or he could i guess is what i was trying to say yeah all the aliens that he's encountered Damn, Lando. Damn. Yeah, they introduced um, new members of the cast at, at the panel uh, before they showed the trailer, and most of them mm-hmm. weren't in the trailer. Yeah. So it was kind of left uh, up in the open. I guess we'll have to wait until the next... Or I guess this was technically the teaser, so I think we'll have to wait for the uh, the official trailer. Or I, Those terms are all goofed up now. It doesn't matter. We'll wait for trailer two or whatever <clears throat> to, to hopefully see some of these new characters. Um, you think Princess Leia is gonna do the Superman thing again? No, no, you get to do that once, and that's it. <laughs> so one time. Uh, Watch, she does it again. Like she's just like, "All right, I'll see you guys later," and she's like, flies off the planet. Let's um, let's just go. For, let's just quickly go from beginning to the end of the trailer. So okay. it starts with uh, Ray in the desert. She's yeah. she's breathing. She's breathing really hard. I don't Uncharted. know. She was running or something. Um, and then she squares off with uh like a tie interceptor yeah. and they don't really show who's driving it, but I assume it's Kylo Ren. That's what I thought as well, but yeah, we didn't see. Yeah. They're trending with each other. 
They, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's a trailer, so I don't know how people got here or why they're doing this, but it's, uh, it's a really cool, like, first minute of the trailer, I think. Yeah. Um, and then that was the cool. Idea, that was a cool shot. The idea of a Jedi or someone with a lightsaber facing down, like, <laughs> a TIE fighter, it reminds me of some of the more absurd like showdowns i've seen in in only in star wars games <laughs> yeah where because star wars games have a tendency to like go real extreme with stuff everyone's got like, like they can like stop star destroyers and things yeah no i wrote down the, like okay so there's like the in the force unleashed of course that's a very like <laughs> It's a very stylized game where Dude, you, game. where uh, Starkiller can do absurd things with the Force. That's the premise of that game. Is he's like so he's he's so good with the Force. He can he can bring down a star destroyer that's in orbit using the Force and make it crash onto the planet below. Um, plot twist: It's not Palpatine. It's actually Starkiller. Could you imagine no. if he made an? appearance that in this would just movie. be so weird i mean it wouldn't make any sense because it hasn't Obviously. Yeah. been established anywhere in the series i know it's like isn't it like non-canon yeah at this uh, point yeah. it is yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he's like super edgy and then there's also like i in the in jedi knight 3 there is a mission where jedi knight 3 jedi academy there's a mission where you um get on a speeder bike and you have access to your lightsaber while you're on the speeder bike uh, and you get chased by like stormtroopers with their little like shock sticks who are also on speeder bikes. So you end up having this like really intense, like jousting type mission where where you're you're not only racing across the map, but you're also like facing down other dudes on speeder bikes who are trying to like fight you. And you can like you can make your lightsaber hit off the left or the right or whatever. That's Man. sick. I still remember that mission. It's like the highlight of that game. I played the first Star Wars um, For Force Unleashed on the Wii, and mm -hmm. not gonna lie, it was actually really fun. Like, yeah, that game is 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 fun. I reinstalled it because I I wanted to to give it another shot. I think I played it once, and then I never played the second one. Oh damn. Um, mm -hmm. I ha I have the second one. I have I had like a code for it. Somebody just gave it to me. I was like, oh fuck yeah! But well, yeah, I, so, I think I think I've got the second one as well. I don't think I've ever touched it either. I I know pe what people liked about the second one was that you could kick Ewoks. Yes, <laughs> that's a highlight. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember somebody like before it came out, or like when it came out, and I had no idea about it. Um, somebody was telling me it was like you could like rip people in half, and so I was like, what? <laughs> no way. There's no fucking way you can do that. And then I played it. I was like, yeah, you lied to me. God damn it. I wasted my money. <laughs> Shit, I was right. I wasted it. Oh, no. So Ray uh, flips over this. Ray flips over this. This tie. Interceptor, uh, it looks this like. tie interceptor. And then it goes to like a, a title card. So we don't get to see what happens there. But I'm like, I don't know. What does she do? Cut it wings off? Cut it, cut it in half? Cut it like right in cuts half? The, cuts the like entire thing in half from the pilot like with her lightsaber we want long saber. <laughs> yeah. and uh, then we get a uh, and then we get a like a classic star wars location establishing yeah. shot while nighttime a, in the mountains while a ship fly. it's nighttime in the mountains and i did a double take because i because of the blue 
I thought this was Udaganga with like the lights in the distance. I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, shit. The Gungans. I was like, man, I almost passed out. And then I watched the trailer again. I was like, yeah, there's no way. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. There that, was that's, no way. There was no way. I, 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 yeah, I was mistaken. Um, yeah, it's some city in the clouds. I don't know. And the, in the mountains, in the clouds. And then we get to see Kylo Ren in a burning forest giving some guy a quick death with his lightsaber that I, was cool i like that hard shot. to tell who he's who he's killing they're holding some something. random people i i don't know some sort of lightsaber like weapon maybe i don't know it's really it goes very fast it's hard to tell what's going on there's actually a um, secret jedi temple and we get to see it. kylo ren welding his fucking helmet back to or it's not kylo ren someone is welding Kylo Ren's helmet together. Yeah. And they have like hairy hands, I've just noticed. So I don't know who this Chewbacca. Fucking it's gonna be Wicked the Ewok. <laughs> He's gonna take up the mantle. The um, evil Ewoks. But yeah, I'm oh, curious no. about that too. Like wh- like who is this helmet gonna be for Kylo Ren or is it gonna be for someone else? Because yeah, like he said, someone else is putting it back together. I've seen this uh shot be used on Twitter as kind of the there's this weird like discourse in the Star Wars community about Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams' vision, and then Ryan Johnson's vision for Star Wars Eight. Uh, kind of like, pe- uh, there's a lot of people who have read scenes in the Last Jedi as as a, the director like openly discarding some of Abrams' decisions, with like Luke tossing the lightsaber behind him, Kylo smashing his helmet. I don't quite get the discourse and the like, the the contentiousness about like people trying to read into these directors like being at odds with one another or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, episode nine, some things in this trailer scene like Kylo put his helmet back together, and I've just seen people on Twitter just take this and and use it as like hey, uh, Abrams getting back at Johnson, Jesus, putting dude. the helmet back. <laughs> together. I'm like, wow. why are people reading into this in, in this way? It's it's super weird. Wow, I don't know. Do you think they're just like like reading about all this stuff together and just like they really think we hate each other? Well, I think it's part of the. I I think it's part of the, and I think it's fair to criticize a lot of elements of the the Last Jedi. I have my own criticisms yeah. of the Last Jedi, but I think it's part of the problematic criticisms of the Last Jedi that are that that stem from like just a lot of bad corners of the internet. With like, I mean, there were the people who oh yeah who uh, harassed uh, the actress who played Rose. For oh, yeah, fuck definitely. knows who or fuck knows why. Yeah. Um, well, it's just like Jar Jar Binks too. It's like the guy that fucking um voiced him and stuff still deals with stupid internet people. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's this very vocal corner of the internet that really wants you to know that they hate the Last Jedi, don't want it to be canon, want to like remake it. Or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like what? And it comes. It comes from a. It, it comes from a place of like they didn't like Holdo. They didn't like uh, this idea of women being in charge in certain scenes. They they didn't like how Ray like had this reveal that her parents were nobody. I I don't get where like the folk. It feels like a very unfocused anger, is what I'm trying to say. I don't know where half of it comes from. I think I my don't heart. Know why it, my my hard part with like the, the the thing I have a hard time with with like people really hating like Last Jedi or even Force Awakens is just in general like 
Did you guys remember the prequels? Those movies? Yeah, exactly. Fucking. That's what I'm saying. Suck ass. I still love them. Yeah, I mean, look, they're not great movies. I I love them. All right, but they're not great. But then, like, these people are talking about, like, oh my gosh, this Disney trilogy is ruining Star Wars, and it's like, I <laughs> I don't know, you guys. Like, do, okay, did you guys so forget? My favorite part about the prequels was just like the lore. And, you know, everything, the environments and stuff, just especially like the first ep- first episode. I remember when I was a kid, I was watching the speeder. Oh, yeah. The, that's the part everybody like really remembers. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the only part of the entire. Oh, that and Darth Maul scene. But yeah. um, like Darth Maul, like I remember like he was such a badass character. Like I personally think he's all like one of my favorite Star Wars characters. He's just mm-hmm. badass ninja. With a dual lightsaber, you know what I mean? And he's just like, he's just badass. He's an awesome character. It's fun. And, like, the movie, it's dialogue and CGI, all that stuff. Yeah, it was bad, but it had really cool elements to it. Like, it's lore. Um, I would I'd even go further to say, like, its story wasn't necessarily that bad. And then, like, there's the Clone Wars. And then, you know, Episode 3 was personally, like, yeah, the best of the three. Um... Like, they weren't terrible, but, like, comparing this to the prequels, like, this, I, you know, it's better, in my opinion. Like, I like this better than what I got, you know, the first episode. Um, But they all, in a sense, have a purpose, you know? Like, it's this huge expanded universe. What, what are you going to do with it? Like, you got to create something. And they did create something. They... And especially with this episode, like episode eight, they try to do something a little bit different. That's what I'll give them for it. Um, you know, there were some elements that I didn't like of it, but there was a lot of elements that I did like it. You know, that's what I got out of it. I'm like, so it made me intrigued to see what they're going to do with episode nine, which is, I guess, the important part. I don't know. What do you guys think of it? William and I have been have been planning to, at some point in the near future, start doing uh podcast episodes where we rewalk each of the star wars films mm-hmm. and just discuss them very much in depth uh, we're going to start with the phantom menace yes and then oh, yeah. go through and we're going to go in chronological order not release order and then we're going to catch up to uh episode nine by the end of the year i don't think it'll take us that long no probably no. not oh yeah, yeah. um what did you guys think of rogue one i really don't like that movie i don't know i'm just i'm trying to get to the end of this trailer <laughs> Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So real quick, we get some, we get some. So quick... solo, am I right, you guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get some quick, uh, generic Star Wars shots. We get to see that Ray and or not Ray. Who the fuck is this Finn? This is Finn. We get to see that Finn and uh, and why am I? Who is Oscar Isaac's character again? Poe Dameron. Po- Finn and mm-hmm. Poe are hanging out in the desert. You get to see BB-8 and his new friend who looks like a wheel with a megaphone taped to his head. <laughs> cylinder. I don't even remember. Dio, I think, is what they called him. Um, Dio? He's got, that, he's got a fucking crazy name for Dio's that robot. I mean, it's better than Leet. Yeah, nah, fair enough. Dude. I mean, uh, I feel like Leet fits him, though. You know we get I mean? to see Chewie and uh, Lando are back in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. I mean, that's all you had to show to sell me on this movie is to see. I've been waiting so long for Lando to come back into these movies since The Force Awakens. <clears throat> I'm I'm uh-huh. very glad Lando's back. I'm very glad Dude. Billy D. Williams is back in the picture. 
Yeah, I'm very I'm excited to see to like see how, how he's going to be. Play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all. I really want to see how he comes back. I yeah. personally, I, I am happy that he's in this movie, but like, I still, it was just more of like, you know, I wonder what they're going to do with him. Are they going to actually use him or? Oh, or is it just going to be like, here you go, and then yeah, like, it, we, yeah, we've or is it just going to be like Lando, yeah, and then he dies. <laughs> there's that scene in The Force Awakens where it starts to get. It's the first scene that feels a little bit fan servicey, where uh, Leia and Han like reunite, and they talk yeah. for a while. And they're like, "My, uh, our, our son, we lost our son," and it's just it's, like, just, it's like the weirdest exposition slash like. It's a weird fan. detour because it's for so... the rest of the movie, we've been focused on Ray, and it would have been cool to see a scene that's still from the perspective of Ray slash Finn. Finn is also another perspective, Ray or Finn, that involves Han and Leia, or either or, but then like. And in this particular scene, it like goes out of its way to just focus on Han and Leia for a little bit, and it's weird. Hmm. That is it really weird. It was not your fault. It was Snoke who turned our son. So I, to I the think that's I think side. that's probably what you're trying to say, Caleb, when you're talking about like it feels maybe unnecessary yeah. to bring Lando back in. That that's i'm I'm conflicted because i really like lando but it's like i hope they use him right i hope they don't just like kill him off i hope they don't just like fan service him i want him to be useful to some sort because lando is a badass character it's yeah. very well established in the first three movies like he's badass and i want him to still be badass as an old guy you know what i mean yeah, I mean, like, I think maybe the worst thing they could do is have some sort of Deus Ex Lando where he, like, introduces himself by showing up and saving people in a moment of need. Uh, he's I think, like, ha ha, gotcha, guys. I think guys. as long as he's, like, incorporated well, then, like, it's not going to feel weird. But regardless, yeah. I feel like, it's cool to see Lando back, back in action. Right. Um, so we get this, like, skiff scene through the desert, very reminiscent of Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's, that's, a, that's a fucking, like, Jabba's Palace skiff, basically. Do you think um, that monster's gonna be there? The, oh, the Sarlacc? The pit? Oh, yeah, yeah, and they can, like, c cut him open and find Boba Fett. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a shot in this trailer, just moving on, that shows someone holding a medallion, and I've since learned from the internet that that's one of the New Hope end scene, like, medallions? Yeah, from the oh, Battle yeah, of that's weird. one of the necklace things. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what significance that has. Star Wars has this thing, or the sequels, <clears throat> or the new movies, I should say, have this thing of trying to, like, bring back elements in symbolic ways. And I think the weirdest one is, like, a, a good example is, like, Han's dice. Oh, which, yeah. Which, like, in Solo, which, like, didn't really need any sort of, uh, like, centralization. <laughs> I've never seen, I, I still haven't seen Solo. Like, I just don't care about well, it. Well, Solo at has, all. okay, I'll just, Solo has this, like, weird scene where I, I, I think his, his, his girlfriend, Kira, I think was her name, uh, before they get separated, she, like, gives him the dice. And it's like, it, it's a moment where it, you can tell it was written to just make people go, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yes, a two note that of thing. his dice. <laughs> I clapped because I knew what it was. It's like, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with the metal in this trailer. And then we get the shot of, uh, Leia. And Ray hugging, and I know that's one thing me and a lot of people are going to be very interested in seeing is how Leia is is used in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we get then we get the last couple shots of the trailer. We've got our heroes uh on an unknown planet with a lot of like mist and a big ocean, and 
out in the distance, they're looking at what appears to be some of the ruins of one of the Death Stars. Oh. Yeah. And that's where they're going to find Palpatine. Yeah. Right, and then, of course, we hear the Palpatine laugh, and then we see that the name of this film is uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and oh. I, get, I have a couple theories about how the title, or what the title means. Mm-hmm. I think I, the one that I will go all in on as of this point is that The Rise of Skywalker, I, I feel like it, it, it's, it naturally alludes to the lineage of Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren was almost given, like, it feels like he was almost given a redemption in The Last Jedi, and they diverted from that, which disappointed me. I really didn't like the, like, last 30 minutes of The Last Jedi, because I feel like they could have done some riskier things. But um, we can talk about that later when we start talking about the Star Wars movies, Mm -hmm. uh, when we rewatch them. But... um, I, I think Rise of Skywalker must refer to Kylo Ren's lineage, and if this film like gives him some sort of big redemption arc, uh, then I think that's probably what that's going to refer to. Uh, also, a lot of people have uh, like posited an idea that maybe Skywalker will kind of become a metaphorical phrase or uh. like title, as in like. Ray becomes like Ray takes up the mantle of Skywalker, the or Kylo Skywalker. and Ray take up the mantle of Skywalkers, and it becomes like a new term for Jedi. Um, with like, I don't know. I mean, I I think that idea is interesting. Uh, I think it's pretty likely too. <clears throat> with Luke in the Last Jedi bringing this idea of like it's time for the Jedi to end. Of course, he goes back on that at the end of the movie yeah. and says, "No, Ray's the last Jedi." But um. They did kind of plant that idea that that uh, the the Jedi maybe should like go away or something. And is this going to be like a weird rebranding of the term Jedi? They're now called like Skywalkers, and the movie's going to end with this like, is so lame. <laughs> oh, the movie's going to end. You think that's lame? I don't, I think <laughs> yeah, that would be lame. The They'd be, they call like... Jedi's Skywalkers now. I, oh yeah, man, I, don't I would have a be problem so with upset. That. I would be like, oh man. I mean, I can't call so... them Jedi's. Well, Jettis? like Luke's name in the original trilogy is I'm not actually. Is, meta- it's like it's its own metaphorical thing, right? Like Luke Skywalker, he I don't I, I don't know, he walks the skies. He's he's a Jedi, <laughs> he's going to he wants to get off Tatooine is the is how they set him up is he wants to go out there and he wants mm-hmm. to he wants he just wants to explore the galaxy. So, I think it's a pretty fitting title. I'm curious to see what they do with it. I I'm curious to see maybe maybe it could be something as simple as Kylo like takes up the mantle of or like takes up the last name or something or or since we're getting back on the or since we're on the topic of sort of of resurrection with palpatine and mm-hmm. possibly plagueis or whatever um since it has rise of skywalker that could bring two things luke right mm-hmm. and then what about darth vader right um you know uh what's his face kylo's obsession with dark darth vader dark vader um I wonder if he has something to do with, um, you know, Palpatine and then bringing Darth Vader himself back from the dead. Does anyone want to bring Darth Vader back, though? He's, like, old and withered and, like, broken. I don't know. They brought, I mean, Palpatine's (laughs) back. Why not? You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, he needed, like, a suit to function, so. Yeah, but they got future suit tech. Get him a brand new Darth Vader suit. Get him a mech? Yes, Darth Vader Vader mech. 
fuck, maybe, dude. Maybe okay. Rise of Skywalker. Oh wait, wait. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> we're talking about Darth. No, Man. does any? Oh, here, I'll I'll open it up. Does anyone have any any predictions they'd like to share about what this title means? Uh, maybe it refers. I'm going back to the whole. Now I'm building off of another theory of mine. So now I'm just two uh, several theories in. Maybe it's in relation to the fact that Ray might have come from Palpatine, and this is his second shot at creating like this Force being, because Anakin Skywalker was the first, and his lineage ends with Luke. So now maybe Palpatine has tried again, and this is Rey, and she'll also be of that same lineage in a way. So maybe you can say she's a Skywalker of some sort or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This would be a stupid. This would be a stupid theory, but um. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that's pretty much it. Like I, I'm building <laughs> off of a theory, so I'm even more removed from reality now. <laughs> but like I, I, was, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say like, what if Palpatine was actually Anakin's dad? Like, you created him, and then, like, it turns out that Darth Vader is also, um, fucking Ray's dad, and they just do something stupid with that. Wait, what? hang Wait, on, back hang up. On. Who is whose dad? Darth Vader is Anakin's dad? No. Palpatine. No, 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 Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine. He said, Palpatine. Okay, now what you're, you know Anakin's how, dad. what you're getting... I don't think they're gonna go back at, at what that. You're, what so. you're getting me here, though, is that you said Palpatine is Anakin's dad. Okay, cool. That's kind of what I'm getting That's at, That's what too, we were talking like, about, yeah. Yeah, like... Because when... Oh, no, no, episode, no, sorry. And then Luke is um, Ray's dad, and then we find out that Palpatine's her great-grandpa. Okay, yeah, that's oh. that's kind of what I'm going for. A little different though, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that would <laughs> that that kind of works in a way. In fact, that that would work because then Palpatine would be like, "Oh shit, the Force creation is the lineage is back and still around in a way." Whoa! Imagine having to explain that in the movie. Like they had to like stop and look at the screen and explain that for ten minutes. They're like, ah. yeah. <laughs> now, young Ray, do you remember in episode one, Shivy said sh- there was no father. <laughs> no, no, it's like a clip from episode master. one. There's like a flashback clip from episode one. It still has all the same CGI and everything. It looks remember awful. Remember what you told me about your mother and the sand people? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a flashback. Oh, fuck. Sand people are raised family. That's why he said nobody. Oh, man. Shit. I would oh, doubt if man. we ever. I would doubt if we ever saw the Sand People again, just because yeah. this is Disney and the Sand People are very problematic as characters. <laughs> no, they actually make the Sand People very prevalent. Dude, they're in Lego um, Star Wars. What says they can't be in this? Yeah, am I right? Gotti. <laughs> I mean, it's for the same reason I don't think we're likely to ever see Jar Jar Binks again, other than, like, he'd be super old, but, like, Jar Jar Binks was pretty regarded as, like, this weird racist caricature. I mean, we're definitely not going to see the Namoidians again, for fuck's <laughs> sake. I mean, or Watto. What? <laughs> they bring him up. What happened to the Nemoidians? Um, We killed him off. Oh, okay. We committed a it. genocide against the Nemoidians. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. And then they just the continue whatever they're doing because they don't care. Objective. Yeah. <laughs> They have, like, Jar Jar Binks' head on a spike in one of the scenes. But, yeah, to, I guess to wrap up our episode 9 trailer discussion, what I just yeah. want to see if anyone has anything they want to share about what they would like to see in this movie. Well, I would like to see my theory about Palpatine and, uh, like, yeah. creating a ray come true. Me too. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it didn't happen, but I'd like that. I think. But based really on what cool. we know right now, I feel like this... 
opinion, but I feel like that's that's the most sensible answer to the question of who are Ray's parents. Yeah, I I just well, I mean we'll find out, but I'm yeah I really want to know. It'd be a like a damn good payoff that would be a payoff of all nine movies. I would say. Uh yeah. Do you think they would actually do that though? One hundred percent. I don't know. See, one hundred percent. I hope to God they do because. I would never have thought of this unless you had met um, Travis when you mentioned like, yeah, uh, he said it'll, J- Abram said it'll be like the conclusion to all of the movies. Yeah. And it was like, that's well, a bold statement. Like, yeah, that's a it's huge the, thing. The, like, like the one question that's lingering from the, the prequels is who the who fuck is Anakin's was dad? Anakin's dad. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, you know, the movies are the Star Wars movies in general are very focused around family and they're focused around uh, people ending up being connected like return of the Jedi revealing that Luke and Leia were, uh, were siblings. So I can just see another, and they always want to like get you with a twist, whether it was planned or not. Mm -hmm. Um, the Luke and Leia siblings twist was not planned. Uh, like Lucas did, did not have that in mind. That's why he had Luke and Leia kiss in, uh, empire strikes back. It wasn't because he wanted to do some like weird, (laughs) <laughs> so some like weird incestuous type thing he just like th- that he... wasn't that wasn't established at the time they there was there were no plans to have them be um brother and sister so i think like ray was set up in episode seven i doubt if they had any like firm plan they might have but i would doubt if they had any firm plan and that's probably why they left it open to who her parents mm-hmm. were and i think now like if Palpatine had been like a running idea among people making the sequel trilogy as a solution for Ray's parents, I think it'd be really smart for them to go all in on that and have that be the big twist. There's it 100% makes sense. There's no plot holes. I don't think in this Palpatine parentage twist and why, why, why else bring him back then? Yeah. Cause yeah. he has to be integral to episode nine and the sequel trilogy, which is all about Ray. So for to bring Palpatine back, I'd be very suspicious if he if he if the movie came and went without him being revealed as Ray's father. I'm just imagining fucking Ray killing him the exact same way he died in the fucking first She fucking three picks him up and tosses yeah. him over a rail. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, ah, shit, not again. Yeah. But this time he gets impaled on a spike instead. Oof, big oof. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits <laughs> I mean, it's very, it's very predictable, but I wouldn't be surprised if that same sort of scene played out, but, like, Kylo had to swoop in and kill the Emperor or whoever oh to God. save I would, Rey. I would get up and get and his redemption leave. arc. I'd be like, oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. I'd, be, I'd start crying, not gonna lie. Tears would be flowing. Ah, uh, Caleb. Rivers. What are, what are you looking to see in this movie? Um, I I really hope that that um Plagueis thing is a real thing. That would mm-hmm. make sense, you know. Everyone wanted that to be a thing. And wait, uh, what's the Plagueis thing? Um, just like, well, in episode eight, uh, there was a lot of speculation that Snoke was actually Darth oh, Plagueis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I know? heard that. And obviously, it wasn't true, but um, I mean, it wasn't like you know. Sp- not true. It wasn't. Well, uh, no, no, not. I shouldn't true. say obviously, but um, you know, it. There was no mention. There was nothing. Snoke's like, ah, I'm gonna use my uh, Playboy rogue and die. You know, 
And um, episode nine, um, I guess the, the place thing we were talking about, just bringing people back from the dead, resurrection, kind of that theme. Mm-hmm. Hoping, I kind of hope that plays into, because I, I don't know, I just, something about like resurrection and stuff was just kind of like cool to me. Um, I Well, at the same time, though, it's like, I hope they don't use it just to bring back old characters. You know, yeah, because like then it starts before. feeling like the MCU with like, yeah. you know, surprise, Loki is back, or surprise, whoever is back. I mean, that, that's also speculation, though, so hey, hey. But, um, yeah, I I hope it's just like, hey, Plagueis is a thing, and um, Darth, um, Darth Maul is back. No, um, not Darth Maul, but Palpatine's back, and he's playing a pivotal role. And so is Plagueis, or whatever happens, you know what I mean? Um, but basically, yeah, just the resurrection thing, just the whole story arc and wrapping up the series in a cohesive, interesting way. Because I don't want it to be run-of-the-mill, um, like like we just talked about, Ray kills Darth... Not Darth Sidious. Yeah, Darth Sidious. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Plagueis for some reason. Um, Ray kills Darth Plagueis with... Um, what's this? God damn it! I just said it. Ray Plagueis kills Darth X. I'll call him X. How about that? No, call him Sidious. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> that starts playing in the credits. No, um, yeah. So like you know, Ray kills Darth Sidious, and fucking Kylo jumps in the way. You know, um, obviously that's not gonna happen. You know, there would be riots in the. In the streets if something like that happened. There, no matter how good this movie is, even if yeah, it's there's great, there's gonna there, be riots. There are in the gonna streets. be so many people. I was just looking at comments on like different tr- uploads of the trailer, and there's so many people like, "Wow, I'm so sick of this new trilogy and it's forced politics." And it's like, what are Star Wars you guys always had politics. It's literally about people fighting an evil empire. What other pol? Like what? What? I don't. I don't. There's no point in arguing with them. <laughs> These are the same people who are mad that the, in the Wolfenstein games you kill Nazis. Oh, yes. wow. So we're just going to call everyone you disagree with a Nazi. <laughs> so much for the, <laughs> uh, the tolerant left. They're literally Nazis in the but game. It's like, it, it just, it doesn't <laughs> matter. These people, it does not yeah. matter to them. You can't even argue with them. And I just, I don't understand what dimension of existence they, their mind is in right now. Speaking of that concept, <gasps> I saw that over the weekend, the Star Wars Twitter account had, had tweeted something really odd. Where they tweeted oh. a poll that was, was like, like which side are you on, resistance or first order? <laughs> Jesus. Shouldn't we? First order is like the embodiment of like Nazis, essentially. Oh, sorry. The good guys or the <laughs> Nazis of space? <laughs> Who's side like, whoever you on? composed this tweet had a very poor understanding of the Star Wars universe. Kind of is off topic, but like it reminds me of like the CEO of Borderlands or whatever. Um, I'm sorry, the CEO of um, Borderlands. The CEO of Borderlands, Gearbox, not oh, Borderlands. Okay. Um, he tweeted, like, hey, what, what platform are you guys playing on? And everyone's like, I want to play on Steam. He's like, blocking you. I was like, shit. Well, anyways, um, I was like, what do you think was going to happen? People are obviously upset about it. Anyways, um, but yeah, I kind of like wrapping up what I hope, because I love Star Wars. I liked elements of episode eight. I didn't hate it. I saw it twice just because I wanted to, like, fully, you know, see what was going on. And, you know, obviously there was elements I didn't like. Obviously there was elements that I did like. And 
I hope they fully submerge and wrap up everything like J.J. Abrams is saying. They will, again, Darth Plagueis and Darth Sidious. hope that's super interesting. Obviously, Darth Plagueis is not confirmed or anything, but Darth Sidious is. So, um, I hope they make it interesting. Well, I mean, that's kind of dumb. I mean, it's already really interesting to me um, in general, just the speculation of it and what they could do with it, possibly. Because they have infinite amounts of things they could do with it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Just make it in- just make it cool. Just make that's it. That's it. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do to cool. make Caleb happy. I sent him an email. Hey, can you make Stars Episode Nine cool? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy says, "We got you, fam. We got you." <laughs> yeah the uh, the idea that they would be wrapping up. Um, I I don't know the exact wording that was used, but that they would be wrapping up ideas from from both previous trilogies was really interested interesting to me um it made me start thinking about stuff and like what that could possibly mean um oh sorry stop i was trying yeah. to open this without hey, audio turn your game boy down dude come on <laughs> um the one thing i would absolutely love to see in episode because episode nine i feel like has to wrap up any lingering anything from across uh all of these what will be nine movies now because it's the end of the Skywalker saga. It's the end of this period of time in Star Wars. Um, they say that they're kind of taking like a Star Wars hiatus for a little bit. Who knows how long that'll be? Yeah, but um, they do have two trilogies planned, but they neither of them are supposed to be like related in any way to uh, these current Star Wars movies. So I, I I'm more interested to see how what what these new trilogies will will be the ryan johnson trilogy is supposedly set in like the times of the old republic that doesn't necessarily mean it shares canon with the knights games but that it is set in like a, a period of time long before the star wars movies that are currently uh about mm-hmm. you know the the yavin era or whatever um I'm just, I'm just waiting for a knights of the old republic movie and then there's the uh uh, the David and Dan Game of Thrones creators uh, trilogy, which is also being planned. We don't really know oh God, what time period that's supposed to take place oh, in. But dude. as far as things in this current set of nine films that I, I feel need a good payoff in the ninth film before they go away, and this won't happen in the movie because it would be insane if it did, but I would really love to just see Jar Jar Binks once more. <laughs> <laughs> I oh like dude oh with, man oh man everything that we we've learned about jar jar binks and how he was just so despised and how all just like i with all of the stuff that ahmed best went through i just saw today that he appeared on a panel today at star wars celebration and everyone was like cheering for him and just so happy to have him there um i feel like i did the same dude yeah i mean man that guy went through so much stuff and the character of jar jar was just such a contentious point of i feel like you can't talk about stars as a whole without at least mentioning jar jar once i think like, yeah, exactly. uh, he was such a big with, point of discussion with like the whole thing about jar jar is like when it came out you had a bunch of like 
older older fans, you know, who they were seeing the trilogy, the, the prequels for the first time. And they were like, oh, they're shitting on this, shitting on that. Like people are right now with the new stuff. But then exactly. give, it like, give it like 20 years, like the time after Phantom Menace. And then the people who grew up with those movies are like, I love these movies. Like, yeah, <laughs> the prequels, they're not great movies. Do I love them? Oh, absolutely. I like I remember those movies so well. And they've got like exactly. a place in my heart. But I still love them. And like the new trilogy, you've got loads of people shitting on like or Disney's ruining Star Wars because there's an Asian woman in space or, or, or something. And then, you know, in time, I think on the whole, people will view it like mostly positively. My or case exactly. for, for Jar Jar making a return as far as story structure goes in episode nine is that there would be some sort of midway through the movie, like a Dagobah like situation where somebody has to like track down yeah, somebody to learn something and it turns out the person they're looking for is this really old Gungan and it's <laughs> Jar Jar Binks and he's he's no longer wacky he's super composed he's very knowledgeable he's seen he a lot a of things in the senate he has a lot of inside information and he gives the resistance some information that that helps them win the war oh my it would <laughs> it would be a reversal be so of funny. the empire strikes back yoda because Yoda is this like really established, knowledgeable Jedi master in uh, the prequels. He's this really wise dude, or and like Luke is going to him thinking he's this really wise man or something, and it turns out he's this wacky crackpot hermit. <laughs> so going and finding Jar Jar and having him no longer be a wacky ass Gungan and having him just be like this really composed and revered like master of information now i think would be a really good like flip of that situation <laughs> some weird frog riding on some dude's back and yeah it would be like well not on someone's back but like <laughs> he'd, like he'd, he'd have he'd have big robes he'd have like a cane he'd just be hanging out on wherever maybe it's like the ruins of Odagunga or something or maybe it's just some moon somewhere i don't know but it, I feel like it would be redemption for Jar Jar, and it'd be, it'd also be redemption for Ahmed Best. I think they'd never mm. do that. <laughs> I'd, oh, like yeah, not one hundred percent never. It's very very unlikely. But I, I do. I think it could happen and should happen. Yeah, it's probably not going to. But that <laughs> that 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 would be my if I could wish for one thing to be in the movie, that would be it. <laughs> All things. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Make a character that's like hated by a lot of Star Wars fans somehow likable to them. That would be cool. I mean, I didn't hate him, obviously, but like, I mean, you know. he's he's a, he's a very like bad part of that movie. He's very totally yeah. discordant. He he brings the movie down, I would say. Um, <laughs> but like. I mean, to f like fuck anyone who went out of their way to like harass or like send death threats to that guy. That yeah. is illogical. Those are the same people that do that for like other things that they quote sure. unquote are passionate about. You know, this yeah. is ruining my childhood. <laughs> it's like nothing changed about that. your your childhood's the same as it was before. Yeah, you're, I mean, they're still like just, space wizards. Yeah, it's yeah. just people are dragging it into the present, and it's like, ah. I'm sorry, those are no. space ninjas, sir. Sorry, guys. Those are space ninjutsus.
All right, on that note, why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and we will discuss Star Wars games. Yo, why is it 29? I'm crying in the club right now. <laughs> I'm crying on Coruscant right now. Someone just says the number 13. I just start sobbing. Yo, why the fuck I crying in Dex's diner right now? Can we be back? Yeah, yeah. we're back. Okay, so Caleb's upset about Star Wars 1313. I think he has just remembered. Sad. <laughs> All these many memories. I'm wearing my Star Wars 1313 shirt that I got you from the launch. I pre-ordered the game with it. <laughs> <laughs> I pre-ordered the game three years in advance. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because there's a new Star Wars game on the horizon. Yeah. Is it Star, Star Wars, Wars 1313? Jedi. Even no. better. <laughs> Even better, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. What's with the Star Wars titles being really complicated this year? I have I'm no not, clue. It's going to take me a while to remember that it's called The Rise of Skywalker. Is that I don't even know. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I think so. <laughs> Skywalker and then here we've got the Rise. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh. Yeah. So I saw the trailer for it. The literally the one. Well, not the one thing that stuck out, but like one huge thing I stuck out for me was the wall running that I saw. Oh well, you can tell it's by respawn entertainment. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. God, I didn't think I was gonna see that in the trailer. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, at least they're utilizing this wall running technology that they got. You know? Yeah, I that's true. I, I really hope this game is not like some five hour campaign. Even if it's really good, I want it to be like a longer game. And apparently, it doesn't have yeah. multiplayer, which makes me think, oh, maybe it will right. be like what? What would be the ideal length of of this then? Oh, for me, I would I thirty really hours like single player. No, not that long. I would like eight. What seven? So, or so. okay, I, like a a single player. Like, 30 to 60 hour game to me is like Assassin's like, Creed. Yeah, for this I would want like 7, 8 hours. Like a 30 plus hour game would have to be like vast open world, a lot of filler, a lot of nothing. I would yeah. hope it's not like that. I think I, I'd be happy if it was like like a 10 hour game with like maybe you could stretch it to 6 or 16 if you did some extra stuff. Okay, okay, yeah, for for what I'm thinking this game's gonna be, like, it seems very cinematic. In my mind, I'm thinking, like, you know, seven to maybe ten hours, somewhere Well, you guys like short games. I'm, yeah, so... Uh, see, see, for me, if a game says over a hundred hours of gameplay, that is not a selling point. That makes me not want to touch it, because I hate that. Yeah, I would love to see yeah, yeah, more, exactly. see, like, AAA games that you can beat in, like, eight to ten hours. Now, I don't like games that are, like, AAA, but, like, four-hour campaigns. Like, sure. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, the you one... guys are focusing on your multiplayer, why even do this short campaign? But Um, I just want it to be, like, you know, a video game. Like, <laughs> well, uh, you're in love. Uh, no, that's not, that's not what I mean. Like, not a. Uh, people are going to do stuff. I don't want to, like, I don't want to be, like, Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like, um, I want it to be, you know, not necessarily branching paths or anything like that. I want there to be, you know, cool levels you could go through and, like, different. Hopefully, that they have, like, the ability system of some sort and skill tree, maybe. That would be really cool, I think. I think um, I've heard something about that. Uh, skill tree is a pretty like uh, natural thing I think to have yeah, in a Jedi well, focused game, like the Force Unleashed oh, is, is, a, is a Jedi focused game, and th that has a 
a loose interpretation of putting skill points into various force powers and stuff. I wouldn't be able to talk about any of this if I hadn't like played a bit of it earlier today. <laughs> like that game I hadn't touched in so long. It has like a very like PS2 style menu where like mm -hmm. it's this it's this weird like graphics of the PS2 era where everything's really like shiny and metallic looking. Yeah. Uh, like you can tell it's from another era, but you pick up like these you you level up. I don't know how the fucking experience system works, but you level up and then you can unlock things like force lightning or you can like improve your force push. It's 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 all very natural like Star Wars stuff that has come from like Knights of the Old Republic and like Jedi Knight games. Uh, at least the one I've played is Jedi Academy, and in that one you can you have a skill tree where you can mm -hmm. dump points into like your different force powers and stuff, um, and you have to pick the ones that you want uh, because there's a lot to choose from and. You can do stuff like upgrade your jumps and stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a lot of that stuff in mm -hmm. Jedi Fallen Order. Too. Especially with the whole wall running section in the trailer. Yeah, I'm like, I'm rewatching the trailer again because I I actually don't know I, what you guys personally. Are I don't about. I don't care because like I it makes sense. It's like you yeah, know yeah. I mean they yeah, have so, wall running in a first person game, and you're a Jedi. That makes total sense. It's like not. Yeah. Know. Well, we don't know what perspective this game is in. Oh, uh, that's, so that Respawn is true. Has has shown they've they were at they had a star wars celebration panel today they debuted the first trailer for star wars jedi fallen order they said it's rendered in engine which is cool but it is a cinematic trailer it doesn't show gameplay yeah uh, but enough. what it does do is establish the main character don't remember his name um and then it establishes the premise of this game which is that you are a jedi uh uh, Jedi Padawan is what they said at the panel, which is cool because that gives you room to like grow your character and stuff. So you're a mm -hmm. Jedi Padawan who has survived the events of Order 66, the Jedi Purge. He's in hiding. He's on the run. Um, and then they just show you a lot of uh, cinematic moments from this game. They don't really introduce any other characters, not very well at least. Um, yeah. And then one of the bigger moments of the trailer is they show... Uh, our protagonist facing off against like a like an imperial dude with like a shock stick uh and him using his force powers against that guy um and then it ends with a it ends with like a, a shot of him holding like a little bit of like a ruined lightsaber and then he activates it and then yeah that's the whole that's the whole trailer i don't what was this guy's name again i don't remember I, I'm I'm honestly this trailer got me more excited for this than like the episode nine trailer did for Same. the movie. Like, I will go see episode nine. I, I mm -hmm. really yeah. I love Star Wars, but this it has like nothing to do with anything else except for as far as we know, you know, it's a Star Wars game. But this trailer, like, I'm hooked. I want to know more. Like, it seems so cool, and I really like. I, I don't know. I feel like we got so much of a story from just this trailer, and it didn't show us like anything at all. We got so much from it, like you know what I did like about it though was there wasn't a lot of like actually I don't I don't even think I saw any except like Yoda there wasn't like characters that you could quote unquote like reminisce on or like but I'm sorry Yoda's to, in this trailer I think you briefly saw him I'm pretty oh, sure shit I did miss I, that I, I that's it was like are you just making things up what's no, going no, no, on no 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 I promise I promise I I, I, just, there's I remember a seeing him. hologram. There's a a father figure like alien to the main character. There is. Um, I'm, I have oh, to okay. This. Now now we're gonna we're gonna retalk about the trailer because here's what I've gathered from <laughs> okay, it. Okay. Okay. Can we can we talk about this right now? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. So from what I'm getting in the trailer, 
Yeah, he's in hiding, and that's why he's talking about don't show, don't reveal anything, don't reach within or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's kind of like reciting these mantras. That yeah, because he's it's like, supposed you to really help set the tone of this game. And he's like, you can't fucking slip up because the Jedi are still being hunted. And then he, he, he we see him at this bar with like an alien guy, mm-hmm. and he's they're chatting, and he looks and he sees the stormtroopers, and then he looks back, and then we see he's working at a shipyard that takes apart massive yeah. ships and okay. then that same alien is there and they're like talking like all right yeah get those oh yeah cables. and that's the and then falls. the cable snaps and he falls and i feel and then you see him like reach for him and it's like he he really wants to save this like friend or someone of his yeah, yeah, yeah. and that and then there's that droid in the background and you see its eye like twist to look at him and that's probably where he's going to make his slip up and like try and save a life i don't know if he will succeed but it'll be yeah, like it looks like he reaches out with the force and it doesn't yeah. it cuts it doesn't show what happens i'm so. assuming either he'll fail or he'll succeed but either way it'll be like enough that hints maybe that he might have force sensitivity and then the empire's going to send someone to go like take a investigate and that's how the game will begin and it's yeah. like oh that's that gets me so interested like oh um <gasps> also by the way yeah yoda's not in it i i Thought I saw Yoda, but it was a different thing. Okay, like I'm a glad dream. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, this is the first, uh, and they confirmed some things that had been rumored. Like the plot was was pretty rumored, and then uh, there was a rumor that this would be a single player focused game, and there was a lot of there was a lot of worry because of EA's past and the history with Battlefront Two, of course. And they made a point in this panel to say. Like, hey, this no is a single-player-only game. There's no multiplayer, and there's no microtransactions, which they said to great applause from the crowd. And I just think it's goofy. I saw an EA tweet that was, that was uh, like, selling on the same selling points of there's no multiplayer, there's no microtransactions. Uh, it's like EA coming out and saying... We decided to make a good game this time. Hey, everybody. It's like, you guys are the ones who did this fucking thing. You guys are the ones who, like, created this culture of microtransactions. Exactly. And And now they're back going, hey, look, we made a good game this time. And it's funny also because it's also from a respawn who said that they had, like, the, 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 like, uh, Apex Legends didn't really have much of that. And what was there was all just, like, cosmetic shit. Mm -hmm. Like... It, and this game that has no microtransactions and or no multiplayer, no multiplayer is also done by Respawn. So yeah. I just like to think that Respawn's like, I don't know. I like to think that EA is like, all right, how can we monetize this game? And Respawn's like, how about no? <laughs> Let's not right, do right. that. We we have to try to like get all of this fucking shit off of your name somehow. Yeah, this is if, the best what way. Made, what if we made good games and then people would be more willing to like do microtransactions in other related good games rather than just like every game has, I don't know, but like, it's so, yeah, it's so funny that like, Hey, when you buy the game, you've got the game. The full game is like a big selling point, even though that's like, like, that's just so weird. That's how it used to be. (laughs) To be fair though, like the last game I can remember that was like, that was, um, like that came out this generation was, uh, God of War. Actually. Yeah, God of War had like nothing. There's like it's base, no base DLC. Game. Yeah, every single thing came with the game, which is yeah, like I mean, they, a lot almost. of those games at the Game Awards that were nominated or won or whatever, they were all single player games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Red Dead Redemption Two, even. Um, I mean, the there multiplayer is multiplayer online stuff. Um, I think of like Insomniac Spider Man. Um, 
I mean, that has season pass, but like, regardless, the story alone was really cool. I liked yeah. it a lot. And like, uh, just a lot of the PlayStation games in general, which I mean, they have room to do because it is an exclusive game. It is an exclusive like platform and um, for those creators and, um, you know, companies that are owned by Sony, obviously, so they can do that. And now we're talking about EA in general, which is known to monetize literally everything they have somehow. And now they're like, hey, no microtransactions, no multiplayer. This is going to be an only single-player game, which is for all companies, regardless, like, interesting and odd. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, yeah. Uh, I can't Se think Sekiro of another... Was, there was some news out about Sekiro the other day and how it had sold 2 million copies. Right. So Sekiro has been massively successful, and that is a only single-player game. There's just been so much hype about Sekiro. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Sekiro as well. And I've seen, like, even the more, like, um, what's the word? I've, I've seen people who you wouldn't expect to try to cash in on Sekiro, like Ninja on Twitch have, has even gone <laughs> over and spent some time playing Sekiro. So it's like Sekiro has, has made its way, like, into, I, I think, a, a lot of the, just, like, the gaming world's uh, eyes. And it's a wait, completely wait, wait, single player game. I wanna I wanna talk about that for a second. Um so did you watch him play it? No. Oh man. <laughs> I just wanna like so obviously he's good at, you know, player shooters and stuff. I just wanna see how you'd like play that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like anyways. But yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean so... when a game has like that much both critical and popular acclaim. Like that—that that alone can can sell a whole bunch of copies. So if companies like EA are are worried about selling copies, I mean, just like make a good fucking game. Just like just <laughs> make a game literally, and you'll make money. Just fuck off. Literally, they have time, a buddy. Star Wars. They have a Star Wars brand. That name sells. Just Star Wars alone sells. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like that doesn't like they they could sell dog shit again. They could sell dog shit again, and they're gonna make money from it. But I mean, say this game is actually extremely good. You know, like ten out of ten, everything about it is just perfect. Mm -hmm. Like that could change EA's future completely. Yeah. What I hope change. for in this game is like, like a like a single player PS4 exclusive level yeah. of, of story quality. Mm -hmm. That's so that that's what I was thinking of. So you guys, you, when you guys are saying like five to seven hours, you know, a good story, yada yada. I always just think of Uncharted. Mm -hmm. Like, I like Uncharted a lot. Its stories are fun, yeah. but I just, it's just so tedious to me. Like, the gameplay, it just makes me almost not want to play it, but the story's really good, so it kept me pushing. But I want it personally to be something along the lines of, like, God of War, you know? Okay. You know, so, like, great story, great, you know, cutscenes, great dialogue, but not just all straight cut scenes like there's things you so, could do along the way yeah yeah so like a hub world maybe not necessarily like doesn't have to be open world it could be again like along the lines of god of war which i think did a perfect blend of like not necessarily open world but like linear and open world like for a game make it something like that i mean yeah. whatever like that's personally what i'm looking for and i think that would be like amazing you know 
This is but, a very specific element, uh, but I mentioned last week, I think, that I, I really like um, when games have, like, maybe I didn't mention this, I don't know, but I really like when games have any sort of, like, home base element. So if this is a story about being a Jedi on the run, I think it'd, it'd be neat to have some sort of that element where you can maybe go out and get resources and whatever to improve your base. That's just that's just a, a cool. personal thing. I, I like having something for in a story based game for the the main character to like ground themselves as something where you can you you can identify like this person lives here and I can as I progress throughout the game I can like make their living space better like kind of like yeah. how you have the option to like buy little things for your ship in Mass Effect like something as simple as that and and mm-hmm. in Mass Effect two upgrading the Normandy as well. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of Mass I, Effect, I, I like that stuff too, but I feel like, you know, that that'll really depend on what kind of a game this is, right? Like, if it's not very open, or at least not in that God of War way, I wouldn't want a, like a home base or hub world. I feel that for me would take away from something. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the idea of a character constantly moving through a story and never really getting much time to like breathe. Not like I don't get time to breathe or relax, but like the character is constantly being pushed on to the next thing in the story. Right, but but if it is like a longer, maybe more open world esque title, then yeah, I I could totally see that. But mm-hmm. man, yeah, I, that's that's personally, I think, like, I don't know, I like linear games sometimes, I like open world games sometimes. They just have to be, you know, like a good blend of what that is. You know what I mean? Like like I said, I think Uncharted Four was good for its lineage, like not lineage for its linear gameplay there we go um it had a good story and it was a hell of a lot better than the other three because oh man those were a chore to play through in my opinion like there was those are such a chore for a linear game but you know in uncharted 4 they implemented new you know gameplay styles obviously this is a fourth installment for a game so they have improvement to they have something they could improve upon mm-hmm. you know I guess you could say that in a sense for this game because there's all the Star Wars games that could potentially like um try to be you know who knows maybe this is a straight up like open world RPG who knows maybe this is a straight up just literally an uncharted type game Yeah um, my bet right now is on like a more uncharted ish game yeah. maybe, a little, maybe a little more open than that but yeah I don't expect open world knowing like what spawn is made but yeah who I mean, we don't know we don't have any gameplay so what I'm going to do is I'm going to compare it directly to Titanfall 2. That's what I was thinking. Um, that was a great campaign. I love that campaign. And there was, you know, it was linear, but there was like levels where it wasn't just like, you know, you're walking, you pick up a gun. There's a cut scene. You start shooting people. You're walking. You pick up another gun. It's a cut scene. You shoot people. You know what I mean? It was there was boss fights. There was puzzles you had to do. There was, you know cool interactions you could do amongst the world but it was linear mm-hmm. and if they did something like that i'd be content happy and i would love it more than likely yeah this so is i very, mean i think it's really exciting because there we haven't had a single player star wars game in a very long time i think no. since force unleashed 2 and we haven't had a great <sighs> star wars game since knights of the old republic exactly like there are Which, a lot of Star Wars games, and they're all right, but the only great Star Wars game is Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel about them. And plus, EA owns that company, which is weird. So they could totally just 
Yeah, they could make another Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, like, they could totally yeah. do that. Do you think with the with the failure of Anthem that that's gonna affect the chances of anything like that happening, or maybe increase? The I think with all the backlash that they've gotten, I think I think if EA has anybody competent over there, that we'll start to see a, a shift back towards what people have have wanted and expected from games like Mass Effect. And mm-hmm. games like Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, fucking evidently, whoever, whatever's going on with Respawn and EA is working quite well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. as, so if, like, assuming yeah. this game is very successful, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they started. Uh, I it would it would probably be less of a risk. It would feel like for them to go out and make more single player games, not just in Star Wars, but just in general. That would be cool, though. I that like this game being a success, and it's completely like, you know. No microtransactions, no multiplayer. It's a complete story Star Wars game, um, standalone, and it's a huge success. And they see that success, and they start making more of those. Not nece- like you said, not necessarily Star Wars, but just in general. You know, maybe revive the Dead Space series. Maybe revive some of the great IPs that EA has. Yeah, some of these or- IPs that got shelved because they weren't microtransactable as like EA might want. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe they just go the route where they just make a bunch of fucking battle royale games, monetize the shit out of those, <laughs> and fun and fund the single player games, and just create a you know that, like a, that, it like works. Yeah, like um, I don't know. That would be cool. I really hope it goes along the lines of that. It's you know very I mean? exciting, I think, for me especially because I I think if I think about it, I I'm pretty sure that Knights of the Old Republic, I would say, is like the video game that got me into video games and it pulled Damn. me in because it was star wars like i i mm-hmm. I, I think at that at that they got time you hooked. yeah i don't know how old i was but i wasn't very old and i i don't think i really had too much of an interest in games like especially rpgs like that just didn't click with me really but mm-hmm. being able to like make my own jedi this the star wars movies were something i was very into at that point um, yeah, and so like anything Star Wars I could get my hands on was just a just like a huge thing to me. So to be able to live in that world and make your own Jedi and and stuff that was, I think what showed me like what a video game can can be and like opened up opened me up to other things like Morrowind I would eventually come across as well. Which I I mm-hmm. don't think if I had ever played Night's Old Republic I can't see how I would have wanted to play something as odd looking as Morrowind. Yeah, <laughs> I dude, I've actually never played through Knights of the Old Republic, and I I need to. You motherfucker! I know. I'm Son sorry. I'm sorry. I had a GameCube. Don't get mad at me. I, I have it on my phone. I literally have this game on my phone. Has Knights of the Old Republic aged well? Um, one I would think. I I I actually think one has aged okay. Okay. Oddly enough, I think two has not aged well. I, there's something I'm, about the way that game is fucking set up that just annoys the shit out of me today. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna buy an Assassin's Creed Republic on Steam and play through it on a stream or something, though. Absolutely. Regardless. I would I yeah. would recommend playing oh. through Knights of the Old Republic 1. I don't care oh, oh, yeah, yeah. if you play 2 at all, but I, th- I think if you like 1, go ahead and play 2. Yeah, but, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. Um, I just want to, you know... I guess that's a good opportunity that I didn't play a lot of these games when I was younger is because I get to experience them now and kind of like the Bioshock games like I never played them when I was younger but I played through them now and it's like it's a cool experience 
but at the same time it's like you know games age with you unfortunately yeah so like the game you thought was amazing when you're a kid you go back on it and play it and it's like oh wow <laughs> like these controls like, yeah Holy like i know shit. with a lot of like you know when you play a lot of games as a kid the graphics might not be the best thing but at the time they're like top of the top of the line yeah and in your head then and now you still keep your memory of when they were like the best thing ever so in my exactly. head i remember stuff from like knights of the old republic like oh super high oh this is great i love this and then i go back and it's like everybody looks so bug-eyed and like stiff but i still Dude. love it but it's like yeah oh, exactly you know, the element of like your imagination like really runs the experience and oh man i was i was such a normie gamer when i was a little kid then you Can't go back in time it. to little you and you're like oh fucking normie ass gamer punch myself um get out of my way normie yeah like i just I, like, there's nothing to do with star i love star wars when i kid when i was a kid weirdly enough but um well not necessarily weirdly everybody everybody loves star wars and this is kind of off topic like i always think about like old people when they're like, oh yeah, I remember when Star Wars came out, no one liked it, now everyone likes it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Everyone loved it during your generation. I don't, like, I just don't think anyone talked about it. Like, oh shit, do you think they're gonna be nerds? you think we're gonna call us nerds? And then it's like one of the biggest things ever. I was like hearing about this on another conversation. Anyways, um, I love Star Wars, but I was such a normie <laughs> gamer, and I always played like, I just remember some specific games I played because I had a GameCube and an Xbox, weirdly enough, but I never got to play it. Um, I played a lot of Sonic games. I played a lot of SpongeBob games. Oh, man, of culture. I, I played... Um, There's one game that always lingers with me in my nightmares all the time. You know what game that is? I mean, you have thousands of games to choose from, so I don't know why <laughs> yeah. I asked you that question. I don't but, know. Is it Halo? No. Is Pac-Man World Two? Jesus, that game lingers with me because it was so hard when I was a kid. Like, I just remember this specific level. I think I talked about this before, but there was this lava level where it was a platformer, and it was like the hardest platformer ever. And I just never beat it, and I never went back to the game. I never beat it, and it just always lingers in my head. I have like nightmares, like platforming and. <laughs> Dude, I gotta. I have to like go back and beat it to like complete my brain. I don't know, but yeah, I was a normie gamer and I never got to play the cool games like Knights of the Old Republic. I did play Battlefront though. I did. Hell yeah, Battlefront Green one game. and two. So like that that was you know that's okay. I feel like that gives me some sort of say. You know, <laughs> I play Halo one and two a lot, but normie gamers on this podcast guess yeah um just me all right so circling back around to the trailer for yeah. jedi fallen order uh it's we talked about how it's it's very uh it's very story focused and it zeroes in on on okay i've now i have text in front of me so now i know words uh the padawan's name is cal kestis oh uh he's portrayed cal? by cameron moynihan who i'm not familiar with i believe he's an actor on uh on gotham known for yeah. playing the joker um oh, shit. and we're in like i i would argue we're in this era of of graphics capability now where like th this is nothing like 
Knights of the Old Republic, where you mm-hmm. said, you know, the people looked bug-eyed. Now <laughs> yes. we've got people like in Insomniac Spider-Man, people are mo-capping and being completely modeled into these games. And I can get emotion from the character model, <laughs> rather yes. than just, like, inferring yeah. through the text and the music. Yeah. Yeah, when they first revealed uh, the the main character in this trailer, I was not expecting this. I was like, oh, damn. He's, like, he's attractive. He's like, he's, he's not like, like, Oh, he's <laughs> hot as fuck. He's not just like some goofy looking like it's like oh it's like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um oh in uh, in I think at around like 25 seconds into the trailer I think we see a Jedi starfighter. Uh, is this when he's opening a door? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I paused it and I'm like, that looks like the wing and that looks like oh, the bulb. And there's a I, there's an astromech droid in there. He's yeah, just sitting pulled, there. And I pulled up an image of doing? one of the Jedi Starfighters in Episode Three. That's 100 percent a Jedi Starfighter. Yeah, because it doesn't look like the Starfighters from like Episode Two. It looks like the ones in Episode Three at the very beginning of that movie. Yeah, they're a little shorter, they're a little rounder. Yeah, the little shorter, stubby ones. It looks just. Yeah. It oh no! It, it like is one hundred percent. What gives it away is okay. the droid in it, the head of the droid. Okay. In it. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't without sure, that. I, I wouldn't be sure. But I pulled up a um, uh, episode two, like the the one that Obi Wan takes to um Camino, and I was like, oh, but the shape doesn't match. And then I pulled up the one from episode three, and it's like, oh yeah, that's that that's totally it. The wings are folded. And it's like, I, I just three. want a moment to appreciate this comment that I just saw the on the trailer respond. No microtransactions. EA enters chat. I sense a great disturbance in the force. God rip. damn it. Rip. Big rip. That's Dude. A... Let's, uh, I, I, I'm going to look back over this trailer some more. Um, I just, okay, I see the too. wall running part. The what? The wall running part you guys were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, guess I saw it. It's not like I didn't see it. I, I just, I wasn't yeah. thinking about that in the context of Titanfall or Respawn. I no, no, like I, didn't I make saw that, that connection at the time. I saw that immediately. Thought of that. I was like, yeah, yeah, "Oh, yeah, totally. cool! You could wall run." Do you think it's gonna be like a first person? Do you think it actually? I'd be, be like surprised if a I've... Star Wars Jedi game was in first person. I feel like it has to be third person. I, yeah, I feel I like third person. Not that it won't have wall running, but I feel it's gonna be third person. That that would be actually kind of cool though if they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, it's a first person." By I the way, feel... one of the one of the things they touched on was that they, in the panel, they were talking about how uh, this game is very focused on the combat. Um, mm-hmm. They talked about how like. Here's just some of the, the points I remember them saying. It's They said they wanted the barrier of entry to be pretty easy for people to pick up. Uh, mm-hmm. They said the combat can, you can, like, it can be very rewarding if you, like, take the time to master it. And they said that when you fight enemies, you really have to, like, have a layer of strategy to, to your combat and, like, figure out how to exploit their weaknesses and stuff. The Dark Souls of... I was going to say, like, do you yeah, think this game is straight up like, going to mimic I, I Dark hope, Souls? I, I hope with the success of Dark Souls and what that has injected into the culture of how video games are made now, I would hope it has that kind of feeling of Dark Souls-esque combat. And there was a rumor... <laughs> there were many rumors before this announcement, but there was a rumor that s- someone had specifically pointed to the game Sekiro and said that this game is going to... They ended up not announcing or not saying the specific thing, but the rumor was that this game would have combat very similar to Sekiro where it's very focused on, like, very fast, flourishy combat with a lot of parrying and a lot of, like, technical skill needed. And I would hope that that's... That'd be cool. That That's, like, the perfect application of, I, I think, if you're going to make a game about Jedi, about lightsaber fighting, 
it needs to have those sort of elements. I can tell you straight up, I was playing Force Unleashed earlier today, which uh, one of your attacks is the lightsaber. The other is like force effects, but the lightsaber, the way that the lightsaber works in that game, I, I just got to say is not good. So it's kind of like a, it's a hack and slash sort of. It's a hack and push, maybe? I don't know. Force, hack and force push? But when you go up against other people with melee, what I found myself really missing was dodge and parry. No, yeah. Neither of those are in that game. So if a guy hits you and like your animation isn't timed right, you're just hit. Like, And you're staggered and there's no way to like parry. There's no way to dodge. The only move you have to get out of there is to jump, which is dumb and doesn't look cool. So, yeah, what... If I if I could somehow fix uh, Force Unleashed, I would just go in and add a simple dodge and a simple parry uh, function, and that would, I think, make that game really great. I would be very surprised if that wasn't something you saw in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the ability to, to, to strafe, to dodge, to parry, to just do all the cool stuff you can do with a sword in Dark Souls, but now with a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, though, in like a lot of hack and slash games, I don't... I don't really think there was like any parry attacks that I've played in. You know, like I, I yeah. think of the Force Unleashed, a good comparison would be like the older God of Wars, like uh -huh. one, two, and three. Oh, yeah, and, where it's just I mean, all about like getting the attacks in and doing the Yeah, combos. it's just like crazy combos and like flying people into the air and just, you know. Yeah, that is what not the Force Unleashed is about. Yeah, and it's about like that... going in and overwhelming people with your attacks and with throwing shit at them. It is yeah, exactly. a hack and slash, after all. Dude, my favorite part of that game was just picking up fucking starfighters and throwing them at like <laughs> groups of clones. So <laughs> but, in the um, yeah. so I I mean okay, so we see in the trailer um, uh, the main character whose name I can't remember. Cal Kestis. Cal Cal Chuchesta. Cal Kestis. Yes. Is, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got it. Um, Cal Kestis is like. Dealing with that guy who's got like that arc baton or whatever that like, it's like well it's yeah, got like he's got electric... like a double edged uh, or double ended uh, shock staff kind of like what yeah. the Magna guards had. Yeah, he's fighting that. So I'm assuming yeah, there's gonna be that big melee emphasis. But there's also that like Imperial Inquisitor who is force sensitive that's after him. Oh, is he force sensitive? Yeah, because the person puts their hand on the glass and then when the camera pans over we see that the control stick is like struggling oh i didn't make that connection and i'm okay, okay. and then we hear like I'm a sound so now, i'm assuming yeah. right, this person right. has leapt up and is using the force to fuck with the ship to bring to ground them so that they can okay, get to yeah. this person because i know in star wars there's like these inquis inquisitors who are force sensitive people who work for the empire because i think they're brought up in like the star wars show rebels I think okay. that was a big thing. So I'm assuming this being like around that kind of time after episode three, there will be these inquisitors and it's like, oh shit, this is going to be, this is going to be sick to get some lightsaber action. Some dude, I'm, I'm excited. I just want to, I, I, Ooh, Ooh, that'd be cool. If it was like a, it was like a third person shooter for like the first half. And then like you get your lightsaber or whatever in the second half and then just do Jedi half. I mean, that's kind of how I feel game. it'll be. Like, the first part will be, like, a lot of third-person maybe shooting and platforming and stuff, and then you'll get the saber oh. and learn how to use that. That way you get that sense of, like... Yeah. They, uh... Dude, do you think... Do you the, think the they, like, that... brought... <clears throat> do you think they brought aspects of, like, 1313 to it? Because that game was, like... I think... 
I really, I just, I want thirteen, thirteen. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really close to being done from what I remember. I mean, enough time has passed that like it wouldn't be the same thing anymore. Well, yeah, but like, and plus, like when you look at the gameplay of thirteen, thirteen, it looks kind of a little dated. But um, regardless, if they just release thirteen, thirteen right now, I'd buy it hands down. And that's the point of what I was trying to make. No, um. I was saying, like, I wonder if they, like, played off of what 1313 sort of, like, was gonna be, but added some, like, Jedi aspects to it. Uh, something tells me probably not. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming... Yeah, I, I don't think that 1313 had much to do with this game. I wanted to. <laughs> we, we got, like, some trailers for Write that a letter. Game. Give me something! <laughs> I don't know, 1313 at the time just looked like it was just gonna be another, like, at the time, cover-based third-person shooter, which was big then. But like, and Star Wars though, uh, true. <laughs> but it's just like I don't, I don't know, dude. In the trailer, he throws someone over cover, breaks his neck. Like that's Star Wars. Like, come on, that's Star. What's more, Star Wars? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? Wait a minute, thirteen, no. thirteen. Please. That, that's like some Splinter Cell. That's like, <laughs> I, know. I know. I was like, dude, this is Star Wars. This is what I want. I don't know. I'm complaining about thirteen, thirteen again. I'm just gonna happen for the rest dude, of my it's life. It's been like. Out. I don't eight, care. Seven, eight years. I want it. I'm wearing my thirteen, thirteen shirt. That's too small for me. Wait, I'm kidding. Is this a real shirt? No. No. Oh, okay. It's there was not. never any merch. There was never pre-orders. No, that's what I thought. But now yeah. you'd said it twice. In my mind, no, it started no. to like for it started to make itself into a thing. It started to create its own lore. I'm gonna make it a thing. Star Wars, thirteen, thirteen. Merch. If anything, some of this blended over into Jedi Fallen Order, it would just be probably like a character or like a design. Like it's they yeah. seem so different, and it's been so long, and they're different companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which man, Star Wars games were such a different thing back then because like anyone could make a Star Wars game. Essentially, it felt like you know it was like when Lucas Arts on the rights and stuff. It just like Star Wars games are pumping out left and right. And now it's like two Star Wars games in the last like four five years came out. Uh and they were literally just both Battlefront games. Yeah, I think so. So it's, I can't think of any others, yeah. It's kinda cool seeing, you know, a not first person battlefield Star Wars come out. So I'm excited about that. And it does look like it's going to have a really intriguing story. That's for sure. Oh, I want to do Force stuff. <laughs> um, I think... Force uh, choke. I, I think one thing I was a, a little bit disappointed in is the fact that like across all of these Star Wars movies, uh, Rogue One, Solo, and and everything, in this vast galaxy with all these aliens and all these different people, the main character is still usually a white guy. So... Mm. I, and with the sequel like movies they've they've taken some steps to like add a lot more diversity but um at the same time Cal Kestis looks nice I, I care about Cal Kestis god damn it <laughs> he's going to he's going to die at the end call <laughs> I, it now he's going to die I think may, I think what I was expecting was like like maybe like a like an uncharted like Nathan Drake or someone who like oh, no, I don't this, care about. Okay, but like this, this is, is what I expected. This is, a, this is a Padawan, and he's like he's like I he he looks very young. You know like how in Game of Thrones there's like Thomas Brody Sangster's character who looks like he's twelve. 
but the actor is like <laughs> 25. Yeah. Yeah, so like I I don't know. I I I empathize with this type of character more I think because they're closer in age to me than like the like Kratos in God of War where it's like Boy. sure he's cool mm. but like I don't really Dude, like empathize dope. with him very much. Mm-hmm. But he's a father. Just trying to bury see, his exactly. I, I'm not a father. And another thing is, like, at You're the time not? those games were coming out, and the audience they were targeted at, you're way too young. Yeah, like, for the people those games were targeted at. So you know, Kratos and and like uh, in the latest God of War, it's like he's made to relate to people who grew up with that series. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like, oh, well, I didn't. Which I have. That. It's so weird because I didn't even have a PlayStation, but I still grew up with that series because I always played at like cousin's house or whatever. Because but, you got that God of War, yeah, and then you go to the God of War two and get that booby section in the Ooh. hot tub that was secret. And your mom and your parents would say, "All right, let's go." And you'd say, "Mom, no, well, one." No, 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 not right now, not right now. One, yeah, twenty more <laughs> minutes. Ooh. I'm not even like past the first fucking mission of the game. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I, uh, yeah, I grew up with Lego Star Wars. Okay, Heck yeah. Lego Games. Star Wars, Jar Jar Binks jump sound and. <laughs> Yoda deaths. <laughs> Does Jar Jar Binks have a jump sound? Yeah. I thought he was always pretty quiet. Like, surprisingly nope. quiet for <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. I think I, like, copied and pasted um, a review I saw for Anstey. Everybody gangsta until Jar Jar Binks start jumping in Yoda deaths. <laughs> uh, the other game that we saw a little bit of footage from was... Vader Immortal. Vader Immortal. Episode one. <laughs> Wait, episode one? It says Vader Immortal, episode one. Oh, I missed that. Well, it's it's episodic, is what they said. So I, yeah. I don't know if that means they're gonna roll out episodes over time. Yeah, I I, I don't know about uh, what what that's gonna be. Well, yeah, it looks like it's supposed to be like a cinematic type of like VR experience. I'd I'd assume it's more about like the story and the drama and the immersion yeah. than it would be about mechanics like fighting i wouldn't expect to be a big thing in that game yeah i are like i wouldn't have high expectations for mechanical stuff i would have high expectations for like the level of star wars immersion and like being able to like immersion is something i don't like talking about in games but in vr like that's kind of part of the Concept it's of ki- VR. It's kind of yeah. That's the basis. What? Of no. no way. <laughs> I want to be. I want to feel like I'm out of it. I want to be Doom guy. Because I mean, there's there's like the, people in game studies talk about immersion a lot, and there's this idea that like you can never really be like truly immersed because no matter how good a game is at its world building and sound design and everything, you, there's never a point while you're playing that you forget you're playing a video game altogether. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's a select few games that are good at doing that. There's always the games that are like But okay, but, but, but not, you, not, you, you, you never, never you like never play it and you think like, oh my god, I died. Oh no no no. <laughs> it, it uh, was a game. You're like, ah I got a hard time. No, yeah, no. Oh wait. No, like there's no, no, no game no. that really like makes I, I know you what you it. yeah. I know what you mean. Like obviously there's no game that's gonna make you feel like you're Spider-Man or Batman or whatever. Right, but um, that being said, it looks like the concept of Vader Immortal is to place you as someone who exists in the Star Wars universe and give you this cool, immersive Star Wars story that, I guess it involves Vader? I don't know, he's in the trailer somewhere. I thought based on the always, title you would be Vader, but I was wrong. That's what I thought too, yeah. Games always like try to like either go 
whenever games try to go immersive, they try to go like kind of half-assed immersive. Like, you know, they try to throw elements of realism in. And like, if you're not going to go all the way, it's like, it just doesn't, but, it feels but half-assed see, if you, and if fake. If you go all the way, you're, you're going away from a game into a simulation. Yeah. And that's not fun. No, yeah. So like, if you're going to have, like, make it a video game, you know, like, obviously it's a video game, but like, make it, you know, hands-on make it so like you don't have to eat food every hour for your character and sleep and because we don't want to do real stuff obviously this game's not going to do that that's kind of off topic but i was like i was thinking of red dead redemption for example like i love that game but it tried to throw in elements of realism for some reason and what, it just what like would be an example of that um like i just remember just as someone who hasn't played that game skinning beasts and you, having you, a character oh, okay, hides okay. or something yeah, you skin a beast and you put it on the back of your horse. You have to like go to your horse to like take out a specific weapon and like if you don't do that then you start the mission like without like select weapons like in the first game you just had everything on you. And like there's there's just some stuff that like doesn't make sense with what they're going for. I don't know. It was just like it was really small but like it was just kind of annoying. But then there's like I think a really good game that has done something along the lines of like trying to implement everything into the game, not have like a HUD was Dead Space. Like, I thought they did a really good job of like you know, your health bar is on the on your back, like it's part of your oh, suit. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, you're, you're, you're uh, saying that's, like a, that's yeah. a that's a case of yeah of and like heightening the immersion by getting rid of the tradition of UI elements. And like, having everything you could, be in world. You could make a game, game super immersive. Like, obviously, you're not going to feel like you're in the game, but like, um, you can make it immersive like that. I think Dead Space is like a perfect example of how you can make a game immersive and not, you know, take away or give ungodly. Like, I hate those survival games on Steam. Mm -hmm. Like, all of those games, they're just fucking so stupid yeah, to me. Arc. Conan, Ark, uh, all those games, I, those are the Rust, to mind. Rust, yeah. I don't like. Minecraft. I get people like them and stuff, but it's just, it's just not fun. Like, why would you want to scavenge for, you know, food to eat every hour? Why would you want to sure. do that in a video game? <laughs> but again, obviously, it'd be kind of weird if they'd made that in a Star Wars game, but like yeah, a but, VR game. All things. Yeah, but, but for as we were saying about like Vader Immortal, though, it's like. What like it's episode one of this thing is is this yeah. like episode one of a story or is it like a series of stories that aren't connected like what's going on with this thing yeah i, I think know? the the interesting thing to see there is how vr as a platform might lend see my thinking is that like vr as a platform might lend itself to like w might lend itself well to very story heavy experiences like a telltale game type experience where you're going through an interactive story but it's maybe not so much focused on uh gameplay mechanics because vr the way it is right now comes with a lot of mechanical restrictions mm -hmm. um you can't mm -hmm. do things in vr that you can in a lot of other games because uh, you're restricted by the, the just the play space and what the hardware is able to do which is why vr games are so different from from regular games and so i'm interested to see if VR, if Vader Immortal is like a successful Star Wars experience, um, because I I plan to get the Oculus Rift S when it comes out, because I have held off on getting an Oculus for a very long time. Uh, part of it being like not knowing how uh, successful the VR 
uh like market is or or the like how how the hardware is and we talked about how like at launch vr or the oculus didn't really have too much yeah, in like, the line of like games which is one thing that detracted me from getting it yeah and one thing about vader immortal that like it looks really cool and i'd like to play it but part of it a lot of it reminds me of like vr games we got when vr was first coming out yeah the types that are the, like this is a vr experience like especially because when we see the gameplay it's just the character standing around like moving a saber yeah and it was just like i i understand that there's vr restrictions but it feels like there have been things that have built on this in significant ways <laughs> right just beat saber star wars edition I mean, it's just like, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, yeah, that's neat. why I'm interested to see if this can be like a successful experience that just goes all in on like the idea of observing, a, kind of like being a movie, but being in VR and having some interactive elements like a Telltale yeah. game does. Like I know um, a big game for Oculus and just VR in general is Lone Echo. Like that one, I think it's an Oculus exclusive. That game does a great job of like getting you immersed in this role. There's, not, there's no combat really. You're like a a droid on the space station with this like human oh, researcher nice. and then something happens and you're going through this story with her and then now there's going to be like a sequel is it you and said it, this game is called echo a lone echo oh lone echo uh the it's it's like very well received and it's it's a lot of fun it handles like a lot of things really well um like just floating through space grabbing on objects mm -hmm. um I'd wonder how it would work with Oculus Rift S because there are a lot of times where you'd be grabbing on something behind you. I don't know because Rift S doesn't really have that. Like it's hmm. all f like in inside out tracking so it can't see behind you, but I'm not sure if that's too big of an issue, but um but stuff like that it's like there's no there's no real combat there, but it like uses the limitations of VR extremely well to make a very immersive experience mm -hmm. that doesn't feel weird when you get into like some sort of hokey combat where you stand still and like move a saber oh okay huh interesting i wish i had money for vr dude i wish i had money dude, i wish i had wishes i don't know dude hey honestly i wish i, I wish I was will smith genie <gasps> he's like hey he shows up in my house hey i'm a genie and we go oh he starts doing the shit. fresh prince of fucking bel-air right fresh prince like, of genie hey bill smith can you Get out of my house. The Fresh Prince of I Dream of Genie. But, uh, heck yeah, dude. Star Wars games, Star Wars movies. I'm hyped. Yeah. I'm hyped for the year. Yeah. Star Wars is. They pushed back episode nine. So there was a little bit of time when, like, Star Wars wasn't a thing that was on people's minds, really. And then Solo, like, came and went without too much interest. I liked Solo, but it, in general, it, it, like, there wasn't a t whole ton of interest in Solo. So mm -hmm. it's really been since like the last Jedi, I feel like that people have really been talking about Star Wars and games have been absent basically. Uh story games specifically, but I'm very excited to see what happens with Jedi Fallen Order. It looks good. I hope it's good. I will probably get it at launch because this I mean, it's Star Wars, it's respawn, it's it's, it's good. It's what I've been waiting for. Fucking give it to me. <laughs> God, shit. Fuck. Give it Ship to it. me. Hell yeah. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll so probably be 13, getting it at launch. The rare pickup at launch that I do never. <laughs> you think I if haven't I, done that in a long time. If I email the former people at um, LucasArts, if they have like a one copy of Star Wars 1313, they'll be just like send <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we would love to just leak this out. Oh my God. Hey, can I have it? Yeah, sure, here. 
I'm like, fuck yeah, play through it. Oh, this game sucks. <laughs> Damn. That'd be so unfortunate. But I got it. That's all that matters. Hell yeah. A lot of things happening this month as well that we'll probably talk about eventually. Game of Thrones premieres tomorrow. Oh, fuck, dude. Gonna have to set up my HBO now that I canceled a while back. Dude, if you guys want, I could just stream it to you guys through Discord. What? I probably won't be able to watch it all. Oh, like, I, I don't think I'd want to do that because I, <laughs> no, I if, just, like, if the connection ever drops. <laughs> I, just, like, I need to set it up on my TV. Man, so sit down and, and have, have, have that experience. You do have friends. You have. You no, I mean, pals. like, I, dude. Because, <laughs> love you, guys. Thank you, dude. <laughs> I, I, hell yeah, dude. Seriously. I don't know if we'll talk about Game of Thrones on the podcast, especially since William, I don't think, is going to be no, here I, next I'm not gonna, week. I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, I'm not going to be here for next week. Oh, and, uh, maybe even the week after that because my finals will be I I'm almost done with my semester. Oh yeah, once, what is when is your semester stuff? I believe I'll pretty much be done by like May the 3rd. Oh okay. So May, so, like, May oh, we'll probably... probably start doing Star Wars rewatch and recording yeah. episodes of that. And that's when I'll have like more time to do all sorts of fun stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> so far away. But yeah, in 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 the meantime, we uh, will see how many like episode regular episodes of of this show that we'll we'll continue to keep keep doing uh, we gotta do like a game of thrones like uh non-spoiler discussion like travis did you, you see that episode he's like discussion. you're like yeah okay, i saw that I, I see i was crazy what happened in it right yeah it was insane did you see what happened to those characters oh man yeah i did oh man you see how many of them died yeah oh man you see that one dude that's the whole spoiler-free discussion, by the way. There is no way to non-spoil that. <laughs> I mean, if uh, we're, we're talking yeah. about season eight here. Like, Speaking come on. of Game of Thrones, I actually I a game on my backlog has been uh, Telltale's Game of Thrones. So I installed that. I've been playing through it. I'm in the second episode, and uh, it's it's I've it's really well done. Um, it's like this weird tie-in, like non-canon, really. Uh, uh story set in the set set during the events of game of thrones i think if you were to try to line it up it'd be around like season three or something it begins with the red wedding and you're a, you're a member of a house that's not in the story but they've made it up for this telltale game um i i know game of thrones tie-in media in general has not been very good so i didn't really expect that sort of i i so I had low expectations as far as that part of it, but then Telltale, it being a Telltale game, I did have high expectations for, and it's delivered on that front, I, I would say. Um, one thing I was not expecting was, like, it's one thing to watch the politics and stuff play out on Game of Thrones, like, watching Tyrion, like, logic his way through a conversation with some dude, it's another thing to like be on the receiving end of a conversation with Tyrion and just feel like you're getting nowhere and feel like you're saying all the wrong things. Um and then like seeing an event in the show like the Red Wedding play out is like that's one thing to like watch it happen, but then to like be responsible for a bunch of people dying in an in the Telltale game is like damn. 
it's like this is a whole nother level of of shit oh, i can man. feel bad about <laughs> that'd be cool yeah i rewound at one point because like i went back to the main menu and i replayed a huge section because i was like oh shit <laughs> fuck i this. like i fucked like, this no, up no, 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 and I, I went through i did some other choices that i thought would turn out better and they didn't Got him. Like, god damn it like i can't got, win it's game of thrones i can't pranked. win yeah, I'm going to keep so. playing through it. I The reason I went into it now is because I felt like it wouldn't really have any value if I, like, watched season eight of Game of Thrones. Like, I felt like that that would be, like, I, I didn't feel like I'd have any interest left in Game of Thrones, so I wanted to just get it out of the way now, um, get, be able to say I played that game at least, uh, in uh. the sense of wanting to play the Telltale games, mostly. Um, yeah, and the art style is really, is neat, too, like, the people look like Game of Thrones characters. They're not gross looking. Like, like Tyrion looks like Tyrion. Wait, <laughs> that's contradicting like though. Well, I mean, they don't look like video game polygonal gross yeah, I know what people. You mean. Hello, I am Tyrion, and it's like, oh <laughs> shit, dude. He's t posing. Those two polys that make up your mouth are really disagreeing with me right now. Yeah, and then all the voice, all the voice talent of main characters is voice talent directly from the show as well so that's really neat to see oh wow that's, yeah yeah yeah. wow that must have been expensive i have no idea but it's really cool oh that's interesting is it like all of the exact same ones or is it like just so some of far them? all of the characters from game of thrones i've encountered have been the same voice actors wow. as far as i can tell anyway if they're not if any of them are not i'd be very surprised i know peter hey, dinklage this... plays Tyrion. I, I remember reading that i know lena haiti plays cersei um, oh damn, that's cool. And then Ramsey Bolton has shown up. He sounds exactly like Ramsey Bolton, so I'm just gonna bank on that's probably him. Uh -huh. Um, Jon Snow is in that too, and I'm pretty sure that's Kit Harrington, but I might be wrong. I mean, like to be fair, like is it like the only thing that they've done for like the past like eight years, aside from maybe Peter Dinklage, is just the show. Um, no, I think a lot of them have done a lot of other side projects. Oh, you're talking about actors doing other. Yeah, the actors in general. Like, um, Amelia Clark has done like a whole bunch of movies, and she did. <laughs> she like, did Terminator Genesis. Yeah, Terminator Genesis. Oh, Solo, rip. of course. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh, Amelia Clark was in Solo. I didn't even know that. What the oh, hell? fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you haven't Dude, seen I, Solo. I, yeah, I know nothing about sense. Solo. Yeah, <laughs> I literally had an opportunity to watch it on my plane ride back from New York, and I just was like, I'm gonna watch uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's a great movie. Anyway, that's uh, oh, um, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> one more thing. You hear about uh the actor of fucking what's his face um Jora. He I guess he's doing something as Batman. Which okay. Is interesting. I just read about it, so I'm like, wow, that's very interesting. Ian Glenn so, will play Bruce yeah. Wayne in what? I don't know. Oh, in, it was just in in Titans. What? Oh, I gotta watch Titans. I've heard it's actually really good. Fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ian Glenn comes out. He's like, hey, don't friends on me, please. Come on, please. And then he gets STDs and dies. Well, I mean, not, that's not spoiling anything. Don't worry. <laughs> Who got I like my attention when like like went away for one second and I heard he got STDs and died. Yeah. Who? Yeah, Ian, Ian Jorah in the show. Yeah, he got. Oh, he got grayscale. <laughs> Same thing, right? 
Yeah, a stone transmitted disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Stone transmitted. <laughs> oh no. Like, uh, I don't know if I saw a Game of Thrones one. This is like a Star Wars podcast. Oh man. Oh yeah, that's right. Well. This has been a great Star Wars podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. I, that, that, yeah, we talked about a lot of Star Wars stuff, and then talked about some Game of Thrones just a little bit, and that's all we had for today. I thought those grayscale people just like made an appearance for like five seconds, and I don't know, it's funny. Like ah, and he gets SCDs. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what the fuck? Cool. This anyway. is point pals. <laughs> Um, when, well, this has been hit one pals yeah anyway so like the next couple of weeks i'm not sure how like this episode wasn't on our regular schedule and i'm not sure Mm-mm. how much on schedule will be for a little bit but eventually probably like with coinciding with william's schedule we'll, we'll probably Hello. be back on schedule with <laughs> regular episodes in uh by by the end of the month probably um we'll i'll coordinate with everyone around and and see how many episodes we can we can do over the next couple weeks but it just depends on when people are available and stuff and six episodes a day no um (laughs) so uh yeah so that's what we've got going schedule wise but uh we will do our best to keep recording episodes and keep people up to date with what we're playing and what we're seeing in the news and all of that good stuff we uh yeah i don't i don't know what else to say um that's all that's all we've got for this episode uh caleb where can people keep up with you on the internet um you guys can follow me on twitter at uh warwick underscore 51 I'm also on Twitter as Yeti the Meme. You can follow me on Instagram at Yeti the Meme, and then also on Twitch for twitch.tv forward slash Yeti the Human. If you want to see some games I've never played or watch me play through some games or something like that. Hell yeah. Do you have any out. do you have any good games on the agenda? Um, I'm gonna be playing through Spec Ops the line um next, and then more than likely Star Wars Nice of the Old Republic next after that. Oh, okay. I haven't played uh, Spec Ops. Neither have I, and I've always heard really cool things about it. Uh, William, where can people Hello. find you? You can find me on Twitter at WillSuit. Nice. Yes, nice indeed. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at AdobeMage, and you can find my website at TravisLean.com with uh, just stuff. There's just, it's just some stuff. That's That's about all you'll find there. Um, I think that'll that'll do it for this episode. Does anyone have any really good words of wisdom that we can cap this thing out on? Um, don't get STDs. All right. <laughs> be very be, be weary of stone transmitted diseases. Yeah. <laughs>